listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. The final thing that got me was the vaguely insulting way that rising tide rhetoric addresses the masses of whites, the presumption that they had for centuries acted against their interest struck me as saying that these whites had been for generations so gullible as to be fooled by a prejudice that paid no dividends when rich hollywood actors supported higher taxes no one criticized them for acting against their interests, presumably because paying higher taxes aligns with those wealthy actors visions of the world as they would like it to be could it also be true that the masses of poorer whites might support lowering those same taxes for the rich in response to a different vision of the world what if it was true that the masses of white americans had not been fooled at all but that a critical mass of them had simply identified with a set of interests that were not purely economic and so powerful they overawed the class interests that liberals and leftists presumed should be broadly shared hey welcome to the black Test podcast your host rod and karen that sism mm-hmm that is from we were eight years in power an american tragedy by ta-nehisi coast um so before you guys uh ask me that on twitter oh yes i'm not gonna ask hit the 15 second rewind button on all your podcast apps in case you forgot uh you can find us on itunes stitcher podomatic today's episode is a feedback episode it's when we read all the things that you had to say about the things that we had to say throughout the week uh we appreciate everybody takes time out to leave us feedback we know you don't have to do that Mm-mm. and when you do it definitely warms our spirits we're gonna go over your five-star reviews from itunes and stitcher those are the only kind that we read yes sir gotta be five stars and they gotta be nice got to be nice and more important than anything else mm, well both both are equally I, I important. mean i mean yeah they're equally important but if you mm. leave five stars and it's not nice we still not reading it true to word to the third okay um and then also you can uh do stuff like go to our website the black guy who tips you can uh become a premium member the black guy who tips slash premium mm-hmm. uh just recorded balls deep in the pregame yesterday uh did a movie review for maleficent mm-hmm. um uh we should be doing a movie review for zombie land too soon i saw it i had to find someone to uh do it with but i'll do that um you can also do stuff like um vote in our polls leave comments on our website become a donator to the show the blackouttips.com just look on the right hand side for donation options through paypal um and uh you can email us the black guy who tips at gmail.com uh you can um leave voicemail 704-557-0186 make sure it's two minutes or less so you will get cut off uh try not to call us during the show that's preferable right um because apparently with the skype options they don't let you turn off the ring anymore what the fuck kind of bullshit is that anyway so there's no option for that well wouldn't wow. be making it up uh but uh yeah so uh we appreciate everybody takes time out to do all that stuff and to give us uh some feedback and that's why we do this show every week to let you guys know now programming note next week is going to be real hectic for the show because uh there's two basketball games for the charlotte hornets that i plan on going to um there's of course the walking dead recap Mm -hmm. um i think I don't, I don't know what 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 what's up for premium with the um balls deep and the nerd off yet we may have to skip next week because like i said i think wednesday and friday are basketball games so mm-hmm. uh just letting you know if you don't see an episode of your feed or something on on wednesday or, or friday that's what happened um we still may be able to do the walking dead review um we'll just do like we did last week do it fast and then 
add to the game but uh we'll see about all that stuff just uh heads up don't be you know hitting us up about oh we don't see an episode yeah shit is happening uh all right let's get <laughs> let's get into the people that donated uh, to us uh some money okay we appreciate these people some of our faves to recession depression and unemployment this song's for you today's a new day new day new money uh laura f thank you for the recurring donation uh we appreciate you uh chris from hawaii thank you as well for your recurring donation triangle wine co with the recurring donation thank you so much tiffany out there uh april g we appreciate you for your recurring donation as well um and then uh, let's see uh tabitha m thank you very much tabitha for your recurring donation uh Corey the tickler um all the way down there in tennessee brianna f thank you alexis h thank you tanya s we appreciate you samuel h jr thank you uh dana w thank you dana our boy josh wonga down from down under um uh, shout out to you mate mm-hmm. virginia g thank you rebecca m thank you shirley huang esquire please say the esquire traveling the globe i always see you on instagram in a new place come on tiffany b james uh jane m virginia p lisa d kelly c thank you so much uh is that everybody and then one that won't load so we'll just wait on that to load in the background thank you everybody for your recurring donations uh we appreciate y'all we do uh, one time recurring any amount doesn't matter oh calfani g that was the last one that's everybody play me out kurt where is that love y'all there is a love and the joy that you promised me tell me it's all right the truth is i almost made up my power that i can't explain it goes power y'all from heaven like a shower and i know we've been hurt y'all but still i smile even though it hurts me, I smile I know God is working, so I smile Even though I've been here for a while I smile, smile It's so hard to look up when you look down I sure would hate to see you give up now You look so much better when you smile Smile for me all right all right all right let's get into the into the five star reviews you guys left okay you can leave us five star reviews on itunes and stitcher we thank you we love you we hold you we kiss you shout out to my man brandon from uh medium popcorn (laughs) oh all right let's get into these the joy of sexy rod and karen five stars now i know if it's sexy rod and karen or if it's sexy rod and karen i don't know what like, it is. And karen is an addition this is by blade Ronner, who says allow me to paint a picture for you a lone black america doing american doing some innocent grocery shopping while visiting the sleepy little seaside town of weston supermare england the aforementioned american black man is minding his business listening to his favorite podcast the blackout tips and doing his darndest to keep his laughter at bay the last thing this black american wanted was to stand out more than he already did among these white brits 
what happens next was no doubt unavoidable rod goes on and does his impression of a white college girl while reading her bullocks apology for dressing in blackface well let me just tell you the laughing fit hit the proverbial shan uh that uh, american brother went from mild manner and demure black american giggling through gritted teeth to fully blown bobby de niro and cape fear busting out laughing not giving any f's to what those brits thought of him this is the gift of rod and karen's podcast pure joy filled give no f's unadulterated laughter in the middle of a sleepy seaside tesco the kroger of uk thank you oh that's a beautiful story thank you i love hearing the stories about how we bring joy to people and it's like man i'm at work and i'm laughing and you know i'm trying to keep my co-workers from knowing and all that stuff yeah they be looking like happiness you happy yeah but i love that that feeling man because like that's what it's all about man when i when we make these jokes and these comments and these things you know i kind of just picture like people having a good time the way that i did when i used to work with these white folks and be listening to podcasts and try to stifle my laughter listen to it every chance i get latrice m says great podcast definitely am tuning in more often it's one of my one of my first to listen to so honest blunt and opinionated which i love oh thank you thank you i always worry about these honest blunt opinions over here to be honest with you well i guess that's me being honest and blunt isn't it (laughs) it's the gift that keeps on giving hilarious on the road bax says five stars what do they listen to beyonce unregistered honey uh ha 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 i love your show thank you so much um and that's all look that's all you got to do leave us five star review let us know what you think right you know share your moments of laughter those are three different ideas of how you can leave a five star review a lot of people think i don't know how to encapsulate this podcast it's so undefinable it's so undescribable but hey man you could just say hey love you guys five stars you could say um you know just chiming in oh this is the first time i heard your show this is how i found out about it you ain't um, got to be long already yeah this episode was my favorite stuff like that man you don't have to, to say anything you know um over the top or whatever we just love the five-star reviews and to know y'all out there listening La- uh we got a uh, stitcher we got a five-star review for the show from tipper who says seven uh seven days ago five stars what's not to love what can i say about rod and karen's live podcast <laughs> they t- they tell you they're giving you up to five episodes a week for free when it's actually free 99 they be on the show crying at things because they are emotionally mature adults unafraid to access their feelings they pretend to know so much because they are well educated and intelligent people who read and research so they actually do know they pander to black women who are the most often overlooked undervalued and held to non-black standards of beauty plus one of the hosts is a black woman so these issues are close to her they think everything is funny and some stories are so hard they need rod and karen's levity and rod doesn't support black women okay black women's puns okay karen's puns all right who am i kidding <laughs> i love this show this show is so necessary i've learned so much and the amount of growth i can credit to rod and karen's near daily discussions is immeasurable i love sharing it with my kids talking about current issues rod has given countless recommendations for other podcasts tv shows and books many of which are now my favorites and the premium shows treat your yourself you'll enjoy it and get to know your problematic cousin justin oh my god treat yourself sorry about that upon the world love the show love the guests <laughs> and even love the chat room when listening live because good people attract good people they are doing the lord's work all the stars Aww. yeah and you know uh, you. not just in the chat room but like you know people have built communities around the show and stuff mm-hmm. we used to have a facebook group that um 
we ran for the show well i ran for the show but now it's uh you know the fans running it's the fan base yeah and no i don't know how to get in and no i don't know how Mm-mm. what to tell you Mm-mm. uh it's a private group and whatever so unless they've changed all that stuff i don't know what the rules are so don't ask me because i hate when we people, don't know yeah i hate when people ask me that shit because i don't know and i don't want to know but the point i was going to make is um i'm still friends with some of the people that are fans of our show and mm-hmm. stuff like that on facebook and whatnot and it's so dope man to see like people could build community people become lifelong friends people that met through the chat room met through the the podcast met at the live shows met at um you know uh met in facebook groups and stuff like that man that shit is so beautiful and i love that we created something that brought people together you know and with all you know and this and this is my brain and it's my fault that sometimes i think about the negative right i think about the people who aren't happy i think about the people who had an issue with me or had an issue with the show or had an issue with someone else in the group and and all this stuff and it's like it gets to me in a way because i just want people to be happy i just want people to have productive fruitful relationships but it's people but it's human beings it's not possible for everyone to be happy Correct. but to see and i concentrate and focus on some of those people that are happy that really did find something valuable uh through that shared community that that's what's that's what it's all about so i'm i'm really glad that uh to to see that there's people out there that really appreciate what we do yes sir all right let's get to the comments on our website we had a feedback episode 1974 staying authentic was the title of it um and you know we just talk feedback stuff uh we never know how long or short those episodes are gonna be ain't that the truth it's really up to y'all we just be talking all right and then yeah if it inspires us to go off on something so we got two comments lala jen says i'm at work listening to y'all listening y'all just play steve's voicemail i feel the exact same i've been hella busy and i don't always have time to comment and log on however i just wanted to take the time to tell you and karen that i love this podcast i stumbled onto the show earlier this year i heard an episode of niggas only and i had to go premium <laughs> only niggas yeah <laughs> yeah I, I, I always i keep forgetting that uh maybe, maybe when we take some of these days off i'll put a couple of premium shows out mm-hmm. on the feed for y'all to you know just in case that's something y'all would be interested in go oh i can hear this every week you know i know nothing about sports and i don't watch all the shows y'all talk about but it doesn't even matter y'all that good it don't this is so there is so much content and it's all a1 and i'm still catching up and i'm just thankful for the show and you too so thanks to thank you times 100 thank you thank you phil g says the first show i ever listened to was a feedback show it's been two years plus now whom are these lames that skip recaps that's what i'm saying who are they and why uh <laughs> like do you like do you uh not like nice things yeah do you hate do you, you know you not want to hear what the other people have to say um plus i feel like if you listen and you have questions about stuff and I, I, and the other thing with the feedback show and this is you know is every once in a while there's an aberration but in general we have such great fans that even when folks disagree or want to you know kind of talk to us about stuff we don't encourage drag me and all this shit you know like that's not our culture that's not what we're about oh no but if you want to hit us up and kind of you know at least to some level politely or in good faith engage about like this is why i feel about this how do you think about this or this is how i took your comments is this what you meant this is a great place for that you know for all the people that are conflict avoidant or the people that just like you know kind of hop 
um to rush judgment on folks we not the kind of podcast for them. Not that but for people that that really would like to have a, a you know a voice or at least a question heard i appreciate that they fuck with us on the feedback agreed uh did you drink enough water today yes no i don't know how much enough is was the poll karen uh no i haven't today i recently woke up and i need to drink more mm-hmm mm-hmm now obviously it's early in the day and i haven't drank enough water yet but i do have an app that kind of guides my water drinking and lets me know what my goal is for the day and if i'm drinking enough and if i'm keeping up to it and i've been doing pretty good on that you know um so i would say i'm going to drink enough water today but i haven't yet uh right and, for, mm-hmm. okay and for me we got well i well we both got new water bottles but i got a water bottle that actually lights up well yours light up mine actually has a heart and it has an app and it's almost like you um i'm the type of person where i'm not kind of funny I, everybody likes reward so i like that the fact that the you get rewards for hitting your goals and drinking enough water and shit like that and my bottle actually tells you the temperature of the water it actually you know uh vibrates and shit like that and so you know a regular water bottle which is fine a lot of people can do that and you know say whatever the calculation is your weight times this equal how much water you're supposed to drink but you know sometimes i need a little assistance because you know water is something that for a lot of people they just don't drink enough but your body is primarily water like it's something that you need people wonder you know why their face breaks out and their skin breaks out a lot of times if you just drink water a lot of times that shit will cease and desist not always but a lot of times it, it will calm a lot of the breakouts why is my hair so dry water you know little simple stuff skin dry water water will actually correct a lot of problems that people have internally water will fix that yeah also um for me um my app tracks my fitbit so if i go play basketball it raises the thing like okay you need to drink a little more water it also accounts for the temperature locally so if it's 90 degrees outside it may raise up how much you need to drink for the day to stay hydrated and i didn't even notice this until a few weeks ago but ever since i got the water bottle in the app and i started doing it um i don't cramp up anymore i used to play basketball sometimes and i just get like a gatorade 32 ounce gatorade or something pound that bad boy you know how it is bro you know what i'm saying you know how we do uh you pound out one of those one of those gatorades and then um i would be like wait a minute um i'm still getting cramps so i'm getting a i get a cramp in my stomach or a cramp in my back or cramp in my legs in the middle of the night or something but um i haven't had any of that so since yeah, then people underestimate the power of just flat regular water like no fruits and vegetables and nothing mixed just regular normal just h2o because there's nothing wrong with that other stuff and if that helps you drink water so be it but once you start adding these things you actually change the composition of h2 it's no longer h2o anymore it's h2o plus other things well even i mean i've read up on that too and a lot of stuff that people would say is like like there's some things that aren't that bad that aren't right. water like tea is not water technically but you can count it almost as water um i'm not talking sweet tea i'm talking right. hot tea yeah um, yeah, hot, yeah hot tea but even stuff like coffee is underestimated for like there's water there's a lot of water in coffee it doesn't yes, just it become is. not water anymore but that that you still can't beat water and if you're drinking enough uh if you're drinking water 
um and you happen to have a cup of coffee it's not like oh my god you just ruined all the water you know what i'm saying and i think that's a way that a lot of people would feel i know i used to feel that way and it's like i would give up i'd be like well i drank a soda so fuck it you know it's like no you can still there's still like a hundred ounces or whatever you have to go that can be water so anyway uh the answers were 47 percent said yes they have drank enough water today 34 percent said no and 19 percent said i don't know how much enough is yeah that's how i was i was like how much is enough i was you put a lot of these apps you put in your weight you put in your height and stuff like that and it'd be like it calculates out okay this is how much water you should drink you exercise like right said it goes up you run and and shit like that the the amount of water content goes up and um and before we move on yeah i i understand what, what you're saying about these other things yeah, they do contain water in it which is good but i think a lot of people use these other things as a substitute for mm. just flat water right and that's why i was saying it's okay to drink these other stuff but you've got to drink water in, in addition, addition. Yeah. yeah the a lot of people go when i'm drinking water no you're drinking actually a small percentage of actual water you're drinking mm. water plus these other things yeah i i guess yeah i don't want to get into a technical thing so yep i agree amon says well today i definitely didn't drink enough water most days i do but i read and study a few read a study a few years back that said americans are perpetually dehydrated i try to remind myself of that when encouraging myself and pregnant clients to drink more water i also stopped buying fruit juices yeah uh and then another thing too like uh my eyes sometimes get dry um because i'm looking at a screen all day when i'm working and uh you know obviously just looking at a screen for all kinds of shit you're on your laptop you're on your phone you're looking at a 4k tv or whatever um and uh they don't get uh as dry as much they still do get dry sometimes but not as much uh phil g says i be drinking but soon as i get one different beverage and my urine gets darker i pick up three to four glasses to flush out my system yeah yes i had to when i was at the doctor the doctor was like uh yeah your your pee shouldn't be uh the color of of yellow crayon and it should not have an odor what they said they said your pee was smelling like they said your pee was dark yellow or something? yeah at one point in time because i wasn't drinking enough water so oh. so my pee was yellow and oh. it did have an odor and a lot of people think that shit is normal and it's not you, you know actually when you're urinate your urine is supposed to be almost crystal clear mm. like really really light that's how you know you're actually hydrated like a lot of right. people just get custom to to peeing and and, and 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 it's not a heavy odor a lot of times it's like a really light odor most people don't even they're so accustomed to it they don't even realize that their urine has an odor and like i said it should not look orange and yellow and all these other colors it should almost be clear mm cool uh next episode 1974 blackface uh championship contender (laughs) i put the picture on our uh facebook page some dude was like that ain't no good blackface and i was like okay sad emoji (laughs) some people don't know how to have jokes guys and says the real id program was started under bush and will be required for any air travel including domestic the deadline is october 1st 2020 um also the puppet addiction story upsets me a little because i sense they have a goal to reframe addiction as a disease instead of a character flaw i don't believe they would have done this if the majority of the addicts were non-white people i hear you and mm-hmm. you ain't you ain't lying because with us is a character flaw something something just wrong with you stay woke janica says regarding marilyn mosby i do appreciate most of her work especially regarding freddie gray but she really dropped the ball regarding keith davis jr's case there's a lot of information regarding this case including the season of the podcast undisclosed so i won't go into all the details but it's a really bad look the undisclosed coverage of this case was thorough if anyone wants to check it out 
yeah i've i've heard of undisclosed it, i know they had the thing with adnan um season one or whatever um i haven't since i haven't listened since season one yeah i i don't really listen to undisclosed like that i didn't really like the adnan when they did either i thought that was still kind of they have a job to do right and their job is to be like this person obviously didn't do it and you know or um and the state didn't make a case so you know if that's if if they're able to do that and that's what happened cool but i i don't know i i don't necessarily go in for i believe everything that they do over there is on the uh up and up you know and i thought they're actually producing the product too right and i I think as a media content producer i definitely see it differently than most folks so it's just hard to even have these discussions because you know people get caught up in rallying behind a cause and i'm like i'm just looking at the creation of the media they leave certain shit out that would implicate the person or they just throw enough doubt at every element of the case to where you just like this must not have happened that's not to say that's what happened in the second season i'm saying i haven't even listened to it because the first season was turned me off um so uh but yeah but i uh, i once again i didn't say marilyn mosey was perfect Mm -mm. i'm saying look the job is the job and so some of it is going to be good great and some of it's gonna be bad some of these are gonna be tough choices some of these things are gonna be mistakes all of it counts but people want to stick to the bad and be like fuck this person that's it and i'm like okay so fuck her so the 800 other cases fuck them too come on now like you know what i'm saying it's like the difference between them having a bad mishandling of a case or a a day at work or whatever is someone's life is affected and that's the job unfortunately it's like being president it's like whatever but the idea that if someone makes a mistake we should abandon the entire uh occupancy of that position just because they there's they're not doing it perfect or they weren't able to see the future or get every single incident right to me that is ridiculous and it's not a holistic view of the entire complex and the entire person and that is some twitter shit that's what i find so fucking off-putting about the vitriol of our the way our current state of mind is set up um the cultural zeitgeist now is all like someone gets a job let's go find the one tweet from that we don't agree with someone um is you know goes viral for something on tv or or something let's find uh another time they 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 weren't on point or a time that they did fuck up um and i think that that's that's like where that comes from is such a bad place inside of us and none of us questions it because we all have our faves and our least faves and our people we want to see these things happen to bad things happen to and we stop we stop questioning is the impulse even correct in the first place to try to hold these people because what this is is a power grab we now have the power to be like this moment happened there's records there's a document of it you fucked up you did not get this right whatever your intentions were it doesn't matter to us fuck you fuck you forever fuck any good thing you do fuck any systemic um overhauls you do to help people fuck all of it now and i think that impulse is bad and that's what i talk about and the last thing i'll say because <clears throat> it's gonna come up again because obviously undisclosed a very popular podcast people wrote in about it this week um marilyn mosley was getting hate before that yes she was she was getting hate immediately after the freddie gray stuff happened before this um <clears throat> keith davis jr case 
so i'm not even just talking about stuff that happened a day i'm saying immediately i saw people you know i still remember um my girl goldie taylor wrote a piece that was you know very harsh towards marilyn mosby and that was right after the like during the freddie gray stuff it was like pretty hard on her and i was like damn like what does she do you know what i'm saying like is it because she occupies this job like i'd rather have her at that job than you know the vast majority of people at that job um and definitely then of course a bunch of fucking hard like i'm just how you're trying to get these uh black people locked up on the job but i don't think we're really ready to talk about these things in general i mean we talk about it here at the blackout tips but most people aren't educated enough they don't read enough and they don't have enough um they're not willing to take themselves out of the kind of echo chambers that they're around and really like talk about these things from a realistic perspective we're we people in general are a bunch of daryl morris we want to flash up the retweet hashtag i stand with so-and-so this we want to do that part but we don't want to pay for it and we don't want to talk about it we don't want to educate ourselves about it we don't want to actually have to give up anything for it right we just want to say that we're woke we don't want to consider the whole problem and why some of these issues have been around for centuries and not been solved we don't want to talk about the complicity of us in it we want to pick a person and demagogue them say that's the bad guy i did my job good night and that's not good enough nope because that's actually the easy way out i'm just gonna keep it real it's just the easy way to it's like a flash in the pan you can you can do that and then you can move on and you can separate yourself and you can keep living your life and keep you know living in the matrix because that's the thing the matrix we all kind of live in it and people wonder why it's not broken and why the matrix won't change a lot of that is because nobody is actually willing like you said to actually think and actually analyze shit and take themselves out and not make the situation about themselves and actually talk about the the real nuances of the situation and have empathy and sympathy and compassion and understanding to the people that are directly affected by because that's the thing everybody fucks up everybody does but you know what happens when you fuck up you learn you know what happens when you fuck up most people should you know what happens when you fuck up you evolve you change your perspectives change all of a sudden you think about it and you wouldn't make that same decision so now that same person that fucked up a few years ago is now turning around and late night 800 people but you know what a fuck up sometimes had to happen in order to get to that point to make that to, to make that decision but people go fuck it fuck it fuck it okay what about these family members that you right. know what about people that, that that have been pleading and writing to to senators and governors and congressmen to get their family members back what about those people fuck them okay people only care about things when it don't directly impact them it's like they go why aren't things going my way 100 percent of the time all the time right right and it's like even you you human being saying that you aren't capable of operating in your best interest 100 percent all the time all every time right right you know no one is capable of that level but we require that from people and then when they fuck up instead of being like well shit they fucked that one up because see what you're not gonna hear me say because like i said i'm not educated on this case i'm not here being like Marilyn Mosley didn't fuck up. Fuck y'all. That's my girl. Right. I'm saying maybe she did fuck up. I will concede to you she fucked up. And she also has done some great things in that job. Right. That's the part that people hate to hear. Right, you right. Know? Because then you have to have the nuance that a lot of times social media does not allow you to do. And a lot of times people have these strong and these very 
um black and white scenarios on situations like i said they don't directly impact them don't directly impact their family or their loved ones because if the shoe is on the other foot all of a sudden people's tune change and i've seen it online where a lot of times people will be rah 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 drag 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 and then all of a sudden they've been dragged all of a sudden they fan- their friend of theirs been dragged all of a sudden you know they've been on the other shoe and then they were like well god damn i might need to back off i might need to change my perspective on things yes because once you've been on the other side of it you have a better understanding of it and you understand people's why people do things and then you're like oh this shit is actually just fucked up yeah and i i think there's also like some bigger points that i want to make about this stuff that i'm still fleshing out um like i finally finished the book uh locking up our own by um uh what's the name foreman jr um and there's just some things that don't add up with a lot of people who claim to be you know prison abolitionists uh prison reformists and then the way that they act towards other people and the way they act online and the things that they say about people it's not something's not right either you lying or you lying like 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 they not adding up so i'll get into that maybe another time um unless something someone brings up is relevant so uh be touch right sam pbs still airs a new epi- new episodes of sesame street hbo just had a nine-month window of exclusivity for the new material oh wait i'm sorry let me clarify one more thing Jenica, i'm not saying that you're one of these people who Mm-mm. thinks oh, no, marilyn mosby is trash now because she fucked up that case that so just yeah. just in case yeah I, you've, you've, yeah that's not we, what we just kind of went on a, a, a tangent based yeah. off of your comments i'm yeah, not saying you. that was you Mm-mm. all right um he says pbs still airs a new episode of sesame street hbo just has a nine-month window of exclusivity for their new material that was an important part of the agreement sesame workshop made with hbo in order to keep sesame street in production okay now they will be making a bunch of hbo max only spin off sesame street shows but the kids just have over the air tv uh can still thankfully see big bird and them teach the numbers and letters just nine months later oh that's dope okay wonderful shout out to that because i thought they was just like fuck it (laughs) that's some we real, taking everything that's some real shit right there they did and that and that actually makes sense i was like no 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 y'all can't just strip this shit out because this is like really really big you know how many generations of children actually learn from this you can't do that um the poll was do you leave comments on porn videos yes no or what's her name <laughs> that'd be the number one question i'd be like what why does everybody ask what's her name 4% say yes you know why they say ask what's her name because no one pays for porn anymore where it fucking tells you who the performer is or you know you go to a website it's like this one this one this has a mercedes triple x or whatever mm-hmm. you're like okay i know who this person is yeah they're not you know you, you we don't do the one with a writer executive producer makeup artist hair artist we don't do that no more yeah so now when you watch porn the fucking description is just something someone made up like <laughs> come on uh and it's always some racist like ghetto black bitch sucks dicks <laughs> come or whatever yeah, you know uh he gives he gives my white girlfriend the bbc or uh just some racist shit um you know yeah just and sometimes it'd be simple girl with big titties and that doesn't yeah. be the whole thing skags dogging in the park you come like, on i don't know what any of this means but i do want to see people having some sex so i'm gonna click on this thing you know and not to mention the ones that are just like it's like a porn star you know it's like uh i know that 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 porn star is uh 
you know justin slayer but then the motherfucking description will be a lie it'll be like uh uh son has sex with mom you're like that is justin slayer and cherokee the ass sir yes, that is i not... remember I, and you're only showing me two yeah. minutes of a 30 minute clip sir that is from fatty girls four you, Come you on. get the hell out of here you copyright infringing motherfucker and so because we describe things like that when people post up the porn that's why people in the comments are like what's her name because they like i know that's not his mama so what the fuck is her real name so i can look up more stuff and jack yeah, off to yeah, it yeah this is black street hookers number 45 how dare you sir i know my 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 porn stars that books. is tt boy that is not her dad Mm-mm. so anyway 11 percent said what's her name on the poll 85 percent said no 4 percent said yes they leave comments then we got some comments on this poll Brooklyn Shubay says, are people really watching porn without the intention of rubbing one out? Who has the energy to comment after orgasm? I don't know, man. You know, it's like any other message board, right? You know, people just, well, they, they there just, just for the click. I wonder if people become friends on the porn sites. I bet you they you do. You know, it's like, oh it's yeah. community. I said BBC for life as well. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like your I, comment. How, how about we do a Voltron and make our own porn? You never know. <laughs> they do. They mm-hmm. do be saying that stuff in the com- comments like, got a 10 inch dick willing to fuck women i'm like does that work i don't know i'm in your local area click this right is that working is someone in a porn video being like you know what we need to check out what uh uh star 6969 said <laughs> alicia says regarding your show art if i was that white man i would completely deny that blackface photo i feel like if you don't look too hard he could actually pass for a black man cue the kiki Palmer sound bit <laughs> 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 sorry to this man <laughs> i have absolutely i have absolutely no idea who, who this man who this is. man is i wouldn't know if he was walking down the street i wouldn't know him i love that clips make me giggle every time <laughs> i'd be like you know me that's me half the time i hate to say it i hope i don't sound ridiculous i don't know who this man is i mean he could be walking down the street i wouldn't i wouldn't know a thing sorry to this man uh amber says thank god i came to the website to check out the poll for this episode because i was just about to google a pic of this supposedly awesome blackface which y'all beat me to and already had to pick up thank you damn i hate to say it but that is pretty damn good the goatee oh my god yep. <laughs> we impressed nobody wanted to admit it man Black- come on people get mad about their own shit uh sandler agony says admittedly i do but mainly for many vids to help the models out with five star ratings and comments of encouragement and jokes and good fun well shout out to you for using mini vids and supporting uh your local uh pornographic cam girls and stuff yeah because a lot of times you look at that shit and a lot of times uh because i think at, i don't know who what porn site did that but one period of time people were like logging in their sites that shit was like posted on facebook like hey you know this person commented because you know all that shit is linked and people's like i don't want my porn likes and comments to be posted on my fucking facebook what is wrong with y'all um and phil g says i do not but i do love to, to learn what her is by the other 50 11 comments asking you know what phil g you mm-hmm. right because somebody the, will find her those are the real mvps Cause Cause they, and they'll tell you other videos she's been in too because if i'm being fair you know i we talk shit about the comment a person and i would never want to get caught leaving a comment on somebody's shit but you know what i have looked in them comments to be like who is this caramel well i'm gonna have to go and find the rest of these mm-hmm. videos and, and you know somebody them, them real pornosaurs will go through you'll be like yeah she's in this one and this one and this one and this one and this well, they go through on the sites they have it where you can just search the name and it'll bring up the rest okay. of the scenes but 
yeah that's a great point man i almost oh. you know what no more jokes about those people thanks you guys are doing us a service embarrassing yourself so we don't have to hey uh uh somebody said who listen i do i read the comments uh, another reason why i made the comments because sometimes you can find definitions and you be like oh i don't need to click on this video because this is not what i expected because mm-hmm. sometimes the words be fooling you read the words you be like oh that's not what i thought i was clicking on let me get the hell out of here uh then we had episode 1976 fish lives matter Jenica says so here in nashville is annual fish sandwich week aka tsu homecoming week come on and i'm literally sitting here eating a good old piece of whiten and laughing my ass off the fish jokes chef's kiss love y'all for real thank you Jenica. yeah they've been preparing all week long honey ain't none of the ghost stores got no whiten got no flounder got no catfish tanny from iowa says karen when you were talking about all the ways to make fish i flashed back to bubba from forrest gump with his infinite ways to make shrimp it made me hungry you going to open a fish restaurant karen if so i'm there by the way loving the jokes you too thank you thank you um uh, phil g says okay rod back on these negroes neck with the poetic words okay karen beating the pre-diabetic out of your system we live in full and healthy lives over in the blackout tips land you love to see it thank you we are trying our best we are trying okay we just over here drinking our water minding our business come on trying to keep the cholesterol low trying to get these jokes off um the poll was do you answer call do you answer calls from unknown numbers well y'all know my answer no uh the the answers were yes or nope i don't know who that is that's me i don't know who that nigga is 89 percent of people agree with karen nope i don't know who that is you better leave a message 11 percent of y'all said yes and i i i don't know how y'all do it did he didier paul says it is important if it's important they'll leave a message <laughs> that's how i feel leave a message Amar says i do but that's only because it could be a potential client or a relative of a client whose number i don't have yet if it's an out-of-state number i usually let it go to voicemail but these spam calls are getting sneaky as hell it's so annoying yeah and you know what at one period of time y'all the spam calls had stopped but i realized they increased i don't know if they was like they found a way around whatever blocking mechanism they use because it's not a huge increase but it's an increase and it's fucking annoying uh monique kim doc says i definitely don't answer if it's a legit call and you want me to hear what you want to say you leave a message that's audible oftentimes the scam calls still leave a message though which astounds me you're not getting my social security number you bastards <laughs> come on it's not, it's not a lot of times they're being different languages or the, the the ones they've been doing now is they'll be like uh if you don't you know respond back there's been a warrant out for your arrest bitch i know that's a goddamn lie yeah they called me one time i was like uh this is about a debt that we they do that one to a debt i I said now see (laughs) y'all don't know i come from the bottom okay come on started from the bottom now we're here ain't nobody ever left a motherfucking message on when i've owed them money Mm -mm. and not said exactly who the fuck they are come on and and they Mm -hmm. want their goddamn money like they don't just be like we are calling about a debt Mm -mm. if you would like to call Mm -mm. us back they be like nigga we calling you back several more times and also where's our motherfucking money is Citibank, and you're late yes they might as well say pay us bitch in fact when i leave this voicemail it's an auto call i'll be calling you back in another 15 minutes yeah they be like uh sir this is mastercard and mr mastercard we are looking for right we are looking for roderick morrow your whole name like they be out there like 
they like they let you know sir you would do to pay us on the 15th we have not received a call from you and we have not received our money we will be calling you right back <laughs> we, like, we want our payment immediately they have never been they, they be like our, our hours are from eight to five and we will call you every half hour on the hour until five o'clock yeah that's so yeah but and yeah, we this- will call you from four different telephone numbers all from Citibank because yeah. I've had that before where they or that Citibank they be like we call you because I, I actually used to put them on a do not pick up list because they be like call number one call number two I just had like five different fucking when, numbers blocked when, when you owe somebody money for real they'll call like people you know and shit yes they will like how your mama call you boy you owe Citibank some money I got a call from Citibank it was saying they was looking for you I'm like oh god I gotta answer the fucking call so anyway all that to say no I don't answer uh unregistered numbers Mm-mm. sofa king says man i don't even like to take calls from people i know that's the truth too <laughs> right if it ain't my mama or my son that shit's going uh, that shit's going to unanswered if it's important they'll leave a message uh ev says i don't like playing people playing on my phone <laughs> come on don't play on my motherfucking phone and phil g says i do because i'm looking for a job also not many people call besides my parents well phil g i mean you know you got some special extenuating circumstances but i appreciate you mm-hmm. answering and leaving a, a, a specific reply in the poll because i was wondering who these 11 percent of people were and i'm glad that the that you and the mind gave reasons as to why y'all would you know be picking up the phone for unknown people me i just look at the phone sideways like the like i got an attitude with them. episode 1977 was racism false alarm <laughs> marie bermuda says i just wanted to say that i don't respect this justin timberlake new album bull crap that man in the woods shit didn't sell like his black album so here he come again Ugh. if it bops though i'll be motherfucking pissed ha <laughs> <laughs> ha yeah yeah like my thing with uh my thing with the the whole like i don't know if you call it cancel culture or whatever i don't know even postpone culture or whatever but it's this culture on the internet where you had to start acting like shit that people did wasn't dope because we don't like them no more they did some shit that we don't agree with i don't like that shit because i'm like like people went too far on justin timberlake to where we don't like him no more so he was never popping it's like you know that's a lot of motherfuckers fuck with him motherfucking lie he got the motherfucking uh features to prove it because uh people that fucked with him was people that was big time like mm-hmm. you know just say you don't fuck with him no more man i know i ain't listened to nothing since um 50 uh i haven't listened to nothing since future sex love sounds i I tried to give that 2020 experience a spin i was like i don't like mm-hmm. this i played that shit one time i was like i'm good i didn't even like suit and tie they made a big deal out of that song i was like mm, this shit ain't even popping like that Mm-mm. that timberland and that pharrell had this shit snapping come on uh jared says great discussions on lebron china hong kong fiasco honestly my first reaction was disappointment since i'm seeing the situation here in hong kong play out in person i hoped he would say something but honestly the recent shooting of in fort worth of tatiana jefferson kind of sapped my energy for this situation it just wasn't as serious as people made it to be i joked that i just wanted him to shut up and dribble but that was mainly related to the reaction as you two discussed the reaction was overblown and people came in with their agendas politicians on both sides chimed in and piled on as well as other groups 
it quickly got out of hand as things want to do it wasn't a perfect scenario sports politics it was a perfect scenario sports politics and money to conflate all kinds of things and nobody could pass up an opportunity to dunk on the king nailed the response to gina rodriguez solid show again thanks jaris mm-hmm. uh kim says hey Ryder karen thank you for the insight on the lebron situation there is always something brewing and i just don't have the energy to jump down every rabbit hole i also figure you would discuss it on the show i'm usually not on twitter anymore but i followed this person who would come on and say who we fake mad at today it was so funny then and true today <laughs> who we I fake appreci- mad at today i appreciate this podcast keeping me in the know yeah um lil duvall used to do that shit on twitter I, don't, I mean i've never followed little devon me but either i ain't on front that shit was always funny to me like who y'all fake mad at today i'm like yep that's the truth though these niggas are mad about other shit and then put it into twitter it's just not the same and also there's always someone volunteering to be on the summer jam screen of making them mad yes sir and says random question if there can be a white presenting black person can there be a black presenting white person absolutely absolutely yes 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 now i'm not gonna name no names and i'm not gonna say who but y'all done seen people talking about that mm-hmm. y'all know there's been some some things said about people that they 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 not really black and shit like that but for all accounts and purposes i mean they treated as black throughout the community and they help a lot of black people black families so absolutely it could be true now i'm not saying it is true Mm-mm. i'm just saying theoretically it could be true yeah um plus I, I i really think we underestimate how many people passed that were black right but but that rule of passing only exists because whiteness defined blackness as one drop of black blood so <laughs> there's a lot of white people who are black Mm -hmm. they just they just what they just can never fucking accept or talk about that but they got some black in them but it's like i'm a white person because i look white enough right you know um so i I mean look at like my band jl covan listen to the show fan of the show all that stuff for fans of jl but jl don't say nigga because jl Mm -hmm. like i feel like i haven't lived an experience where i've been treated like that or that word is being used to injure me or whatever like people look at me and the first thing they think is look at this black man so you know as a biracial dude you know in my mind the way that i've learned in the south i'm like well jl's black because he has some black in him it doesn't Mm -hmm. matter it's from haiti or whatever he's black if jl was around me he said nigga i wouldn't be like you motherfucker Mm -mm. but but there are black people that might be upset by that right mm-hmm. um you know if J- and it's that that cash 22 mm-hmm. if jail were to say like well since i haven't lived that experience i'm gonna say i'm a white person people would be mad and be like he never claimed black you know people get mad about that <laughs> yeah, shit they do. but at the same time if he were to be like you know hey you know what i am black what's up my niggas somebody else would be like you don't look black you can't say that so there's a bunch of rules yeah, you around you can't please everybody that's what i realized so just live whatever you're gonna live say niggas don't say nigga live however you want to live because somebody's gonna be offended by any uh any any quote-unquote route you choose when it comes to that but the, but that's not my point isn't about the choice my point is yes it exists all rainbows all variation of the diaspora exists yes. every question you have if there's a person who's living that life as an example of that mm-hmm. but the way that everything is so racialized i don't expect them to come out and say that correct 
uh matter of fact did we cover a, a dude on the show that it was in britain or something or england he was a playwright and people had assumed he was black his whole life and he had actually gotten the like grants dedicated to minority people and stuff we did it in there fucking with black people and he looked black and he was like i'm white and people was like mad at him like you benefited from all this shit your whole life and i'm like but think about this he benefited from that his whole life and people thought he was black it's not like he was on the internet saying he was black right people that met him worked for him worked with him thought he was a black man his whole fucking life and that dude's white so uh okay carmen clan diego took me down laugh my ass off this one be touch i've known enough latinx people of varying shades to know that when the n-word rules are in practice arcane and patriarchal so this gina rodriguez controversy is weird to me i don't know she just gonna have to be more careful and or executive produce the angela davis story or start listening to instrumentals <laughs> you know? whoopsie says i understand why some people are defending lebron but boy are some of those protesters pissed i wonder how his words are being reported overseas no idea man that's the other thing we don't know what the fuck is happening in china a hundred percent because a lot of the stuff that we take for granted over here with our press and stuff they don't have over there no they don't um even with social media and all that stuff they don't have all the same mm-hmm. access and they i don't have know their own versions of social media these are the only versions that we consider acceptable not just that but certain ideas and certain mm-hmm. messages and you know and that's why a lot of the people that have been so fake brave when shitting on lebron this year because it's like do you know how fake brave it is for you know you to come shit on this person while you know for a fact you're not your company isn't doing business with china and you've never had any risk in here right where you're not responsible for the bottom line for a lot of other players and stuff like that there's details that people left out because they don't want to address the ickiness of the whole situation it's lebron james is a problem when it's like the end the nba does business with china right daryl morey works for the nba what the fuck are you even talking about this is not a lebron james issue he can solve or an issue he can make worse or better as far as for the actual conditions in china so what are you talking about you know nike your iphone like this like this is this is the problem you know like apple the company that does podcasts and being people put their podcasts on had uh took an app off their app store because they were like this is a a protest app that people can use to like gather and stuff and they had to take it off and be like oh we got to take that off china don't like that like this idea that lebron james is somehow morally less righteous than the rest of us because he essentially said hey we were in real danger over there when this guy was tweeting shit that he deleted five minutes later and none of us knew what the fuck was happening and the league tried to make us go out and speak for them on behalf of the league and i vetoed that come on and people are like you coward you son of a bitch like man he had a point fuck everybody uh ev says i don't understand the vitriol people feel towards gina rodriguez but then again i feel like people are always looking for an excuse to be mad about something she could have made some blunders and said some racially insensitive things but the way people go at her you would think she done some lena dunham tammy lawrence level shit i don't get it yeah we've gone through her like quote unquote infractions on the show before i'm sure it's frustrating for people that just hate gina rodriguez Mm -hmm. but i'm i don't hate her and i don't really Mm -mm i don't obviously i don't think she's woke or she gets it i don't think 
uh i'm sure that you can say she has some anti-blackness but i mean i'm to be fair i think everybody has some anti-blackness 100 percent of people including myself because we were indoctrinated into this shit right um so i don't get really necessarily angry about that i think she does have some fragility in her when she is um under the spotlight under the heat lamp people attacking her people harassing her talking shit about her she you know but let's be frank most of us have that too when it's us and everybody's dragging us and we only like to think of the people that are positive and educational mm-hmm. and we go see she didn't even listen to this person but we never talk about the bitches and hoes and fuck yous and come on uh, you know that kind threats. of yeah we don't talk about that kind of stuff so when these celebrities go i'm checking out of this and going to be do rich shit and just live my life mm-hmm. cool you know um but yeah i think we're at a point now and this is what i was saying to a friend that I, I was talking to on the phone this week and uh i'm glad i talked to her because it really helped flesh out more of the way i've been feeling about this gina rodriguez thing um people aren't really as mad at gina rodriguez as they think they are now i'm not saying they don't think they're mad they do think they're mad Mm -hmm. but i'm saying on the list of offenses she's near the bottom she's really not a problem um she's a person that we might not like she may have some limited amount of power but she's not getting us free or not getting us free she's that that's not what gina rodriguez symbolizes but what she does symbolize and this is something i think people need to start considering in their interactions online she symbolizes a gathering point digitally for people to essentially party and it's a huge dopamine fix party it's like a it's like if dopamine was ecstasy and this is a then this is a rave okay gina rodriguez is a rave every time and so people had such a good time quote unquote dragging her online the first couple times she said some shit and anyone who doesn't get down or lay down with that plan you get called or you're caping for her um you don't love you hate black women um you know uh you you a coon somehow you're a sellout as opposed to just being like well maybe there's another way to view this where you can be black you can be quote unquote woke you can be racially aware and still be like i don't want to put a lot of energy into hating gina rodriguez i really just don't give a fuck come on and it doesn't make you some type of horrible person or coon to sell out but what it is is the peer pressure because what they're doing is they're having a fucking party Mm -hmm. and so that's why this latest infraction with the fucking stupid ass video uh that was on her instagram live and she just said rapped along to the lyrics of a fuji song um and said front niggas give me heebie-jeebies that had to become basically her saying like i hate nigger like a rant where we they had to turn it into a rant where like she was walking down the street saw some black people and said i hate these niggers that's what they wanted to to sell it as and it wasn't that but you look at the headlines from that and you'll see gina rodriguez says nigger gina rodriguez uh goes uh says the n-word you know gina and they no context in the headlines so you just click on it going oh my god they she finally fucking snapped and, and said i guess everyone was right and then she does an apology and apologize the first one is kind of half-hearted because let's be frank it's a half-hearted thing to have to apologize for like like i said we're acting like this shit in the very very common there's black there's there's people that aren't black that are not white 
who say nigga and just and have said it with impunity and make a living off of it and no one really challenges to them uh to their face and more importantly people still buy and support their music and let them do what they do dj khaled fat joe big pun rest in peace but you know cypress hill like there's people that 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 we've decided can do that now they happen to all be men so that's another element we don't want to discuss about this shit are we also enforcing some type of weird ass misogyny in that a woman couldn't get away with this but oh 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 a not black male could like we're not we're not discussing that part but anyway my whole point being this is more about the party and so therefore everything she does has to become a party the same thing happened with with taylor swift same thing happened with lena dunham this is not to say none of this stuff they've ever done is deserved ridicule but now we're at the point where it's like lena dunham said she forgot to brush her teeth this morning and then we have to do the whole remember when she put rocks in her sister's pussy huh remember that like we go back to that we want to have the party again it's all about going back to that time that people remember being online and watching all the memes and watching all the jokes and watching all the parties and the interactions and people retweeting and like it's a big ass orgy of dopamine that is happening when these situations go down and people can't abstain and if they and what they really can't stand is someone being like i just don't want to do this oh i don't care yeah well i just don't have to care about this and the thing is it's the truth you don't have to care put your fucking phone down and go outside and promise you you won't be like man gina rodriguez ruined this sunny day you know like it's not that's like like there's a there's a reason we rush back to these moments over and over again and certain people become focal points of these moments because when the dragging happened the first time it was so good to us Mm -hmm. so we have to go back and experience it again and these people some of the stuff they're doing is either innocuous and many times they're improving off of shit that they did in the past so let's say yes this person fucked up uh, four years ago and we all called them on it and they you know everybody was dragging them quote unquote holding them accountable yes i rolled my eyes you can't hear that on the show but yeah um they're doing all that shit right they're going off about it right we don't like her no more well then if the person ever says you know what guys y'all right i apologize the apology's never good enough Mm-mm, no matter what they say right many of these prison abolitionists be the ones telling you that no apology is good enough i think i want y'all to start noticing these things um then <laughs> when they after they apologize and they want to move on we offer that shit too so now it's like okay i explain myself i apologize and i have to make a living i'm doing another movie fuck this bitch fuck her movie fuck everything about this motherfucker oh you putting another album out ah you racist like that's what we do now and so then you eventually have another confrontation because these people are human and they're gonna either fuck up again or they're just gonna do something where you can interpret it as racist Mm -hmm. you know look at the way she looked at this look at the way she didn't open that door look at it like we are going to be on their ass at every fucking turn and the reason you're on their ass at every motherfucking turn is because the entertainment factor of it these people have become entertainment for you so you have to fucking get off on every fucking thing they do honestly i like as a black person that loves the word nigga understands that down here in the south i've never really seen people that weren't black say nigga not something that just happens uh, up now up north different miami maybe is different but in general we don't really play that shit around here not that it can't happen but it just ain't common 
even with that i'm from here and i'm like yeah this shit don't make me i'm not mad i don't care and if that means like i'm not part of the party or i'm some type of coon or i'm not militant enough cool i don't want to be in this party this is because because what i'm realizing is that it's really more about the fucking black hole inside of people that causes them to keep wanting to have this same fucking thing there's something inside of people it's not good people it's going to take a long time for them to realize but social media has brought out a lot of shit in us that's not good and it's because it keeps circling over and over Mm -hmm. and we're addicted to these platforms which is why we can't get off like i know we do this for a living as well and part of it is promotion but part of it is also just that it's designed to addict you it is so that yes we know for a fact that facebook has algorithms that can make a person depressed that can make you angry we have not really internalized the power of that and said maybe we should be careful how we use these things you know we're not talking about that and then more importantly what are you taking with you after you experience these things over and over and over again after you traumatize yourself i watched a video of a black woman being killed by the cops and it fucked me up this week you know like that's like it wasn't it's not normal Mm-mm. you know and there's other people that watch that shit almost for content you know what i'm saying i'm not saying they enjoy it but they watch it like content and they share this video share this and look at this article and look at that and look at this y'all and did you see this and let's comment on that and it's like yeah but you're constantly creating a a circle and a cycle of the same negative impulses and negative stimuli over and over and over and over again and then look at how we interact with each other then we start off on fucking 100 when you talk to people i asked a question on twitter this week which was and it wasn't facetious or sarcastic it was a literal question i says anyone else noticed that they're not really asking nfl players about black deaths anymore Mm-mm. i say if anything if they ask him about kaepernick having a job but they but like cops still kill black people mm-hmm. and in a lot of these like interviews after the games these press conferences there was a time when someone would get killed in a city and the first thing they were doing was asking the athletes in that city what do you think about this now look the athlete may say no comment they may give you a good comment they may bring it up themselves that was another thing athletes were doing they were bringing up shit themselves did y'all see this and they stopped kind of now i'm not saying it's a, it'll never come back or whatever i think the last one i remember was the sacramento kings and stefan clark or stephen clark stephen clark i think that was the last one i remember right i asked that question sincerely uh mike freeman who's an nfl journalist hit me up like first of all some of us do ask those questions so don't say all of us da, da, da. i didn't say all i asked a question hey shoot me a link tell hey here's this piece i wrote while i talked to so-and-so about it i'm happy to share that and be like thank you for i just wanted to know you know i want to know why this shit isn't going viral anymore that's the biggest thing why is it going viral? yeah because here's the other thing for mike freeman dog you one person in the fucking newsroom in a in a in a fucking uh in a fucking field that we know is notoriously uh predisposition towards whiteness so my guess is even if you the wokest nigga in the world and this is all you want to talk about you probably got an editor you probably got co-workers you probably got motherfucking uh uh publishers and shit that are like uh no not running that piece this month so i want to know about that as a black person who also gives a fuck about this shit eric reed plays in in in, in my hometown charlotte north carolina the carolina panthers 
we had a black man get killed in a burger king by a cop um maybe last year or two years ago i want to know why no one asked him about it or if he did get asked about it why wasn't it in the paper why wasn't it in the, why don't we have that video when you ask him about kaepernick you put that shit out was no one asking him did he did he bring it up himself did no did he not even bring it up does he even know these are the fucking questions i have but people were starting the entire just the question i made they were starting you can go look it up yourself it's still on twitter it's no i didn't use any inflammatory language and be like these coons ain't asking right. none of this shit people were starting the responses already on 10 mm-hmm. so i bring that back to the gina rodriguez thing people are on 10 all the time yes they are so now everything has to be a 10 everything has to be dracarys this woman absent-mindedly rapping along with a song where i'm a thousand percent sure almost everybody who listens to this song that knows the lyric says nigga in the privacy of their own home or whatever the fuck she says this shit on instagram live i think they immediately realize uh-oh and <laughs> tried to stop the video but people screen grab and keep that shit i don't think she posted it um like haha i said nigga i think it was like oh shit uh stop the instagram live that we fucked up right okay now we got to make it a 10 it has to be dracarys and that's the issue i have with all this shit we're addicted to the dracarys we're not addicted mm-hmm. to the so the people we have to become addicted to the celebrity judging because that's where we get the most moral uh orgasms from and it's not healthy Mm-mm. i know people think it's not affecting them nigga it i'm telling is. you it's affecting you i don't i watch how i even interact with people in general now because i can tell like this is some there's some bad energy in you and you haven't figured out where it's coming from so you putting it out into the rest of the world on it's this celebrity it's this politician it's this thing yeah but it's also you're not happy somewhere or there's something deeply angry and unsatisfied within you and so now everybody has to do it this is not to say there's never anything out there that's infuriating like i said i watched that video and it, it made me mad it made me sad it made me a bunch of things but there's a difference between me taking that energy and putting it out in the world on the other people or some fucking celebrity i don't fucking know or care about or me learning how to solve that equation within myself all right ev says as for kanye the man is nothing else if nothing else he's savvy it didn't escape me that he didn't wear his maga hat to the howard campus or that he didn't spout anything about his support and love for donald trump he oh he did well he said something about slavery being a like we wouldn't stand in the same spot of uh if the slave catches through their nets again or something just he said some white white supremacist shit uh he knows which audience to play with that bullshit he's kind of right about cancel culture what the heck is it anyway well yeah he's definitely right about him not getting canceled so um the poll what was your favorite school lunch pizza baked or fried chicken something not listed here leave a comment below chicken nuggets sloppy joes tacos burgers chicken pot pie and corn dogs karen oh pizza i always love pizza pizza my favorite food in the whole wide world well pizza came in at number one with 57 percent of the vote karen mm-hmm. them square pepperonis those are my favorite mm-hmm. uh baked and, or fried chicken came in second with 12 percent. something not listed here came in with 12 percent as well uh chicken nuggets 10 percent sloppy joe's got three percent tacos three percent burgers only got one percent yeah because most of the time them shits taste like rubber 
and chicken pot piles only got 1.62 percent as well and corn dogs zero percent of people fuck with them corn dogs that's shocking news to me because like corn dogs might not be my favorite but i felt like they was they was up near the top they were decent yeah let's put some some mustard on a corn dog but need burn your mouth because i'll be too hot inside anyway um we had some comments uh wow a lot of comments rebecca says i remember nothing pleasant about school cafeteria food uh i mean i wouldn't call it pleasant but you know what's your favorite of the options i mean that's you know it's like how some people didn't like it the, ain't the best of the best it's like just because you didn't like the last season of game of thrones doesn't mean that nothing good happened you know what i mean anyway alicia says the school breakfast was bang and i'm a kid that used to throw up at lunch from like fourth grade to like fifth grade i, I don't know if i had an eating disorder or what yeah i was a free and reduced uh kid so yes i ate all of it alicia says the school breakfast was banging i used to love to break up the patty sausage and put put in my grits and with eggs and grape jelly you don't know what you missing rod not grape jelly i used to do it not with the grape jelly but i used to do that you know what alicia um that sounds delicious i'm never gonna try it but that sounds delicious turk says hi guys milwaukee public schools had bomb ass mock chicken legs which was veal in the shape of a drumstick what Ooh. with mashed potatoes and chicken patties that was so big i was assumed those shits weren't chicken either never miss lunch <laughs> never miss lunch on those two days turk thanks turk how about beth says i love the turkey twizzlers but they only sold them at break time mm, pure processed turkey lol <laughs> this is so sad i really like the christmas dinners bland and english used to have bland food oh monique says i'm with alicia they always get seem to get breakfast right but the eggs looked smell looked and smelled wretched the waffles and pancakes were slamming but if only if you only had a little bit of money to stretch like i did you got a decent breakfast and just made do with whatever lunch for the price of the leftover change sometimes it was good sometimes it was black chicken nuggets or kitten nuggets as we called them were okay the turkey sandwiches were all right though but the fries at our school was slamming did you dip them in ranch though that's the question yeah i used to love to do that Amon says elementary school lunch sucked except for the grilled cheese and the soup it also sucked because as a little kid i always had to double check with the cafeteria lady what was in the food to make sure i didn't accidentally eat pork so someday so most days i pack my lunch oh yeah i'm muslim yeah i worry about that mm-hmm. middle high school uh fried chicken days are the best hot sauce on every table yes texas pete often we got a brownie for dessert unfortunately fried chicken days are also the days when most fights will break out i pray that Aww. one wouldn't happen well that's when most black people are around i pray oh was that anti-black y'all gonna gina rodriguez me i welcome the challenge you canceled if y'all were even offended unfortunately fried chicken days are also the days most fights will break out i pray that one wouldn't happen during my lunch break so i could actually finish my food oh yeah they probably make everybody leave as soon as the fight pop off yeah i remember uh the football team got in a fight during chicken day at the cafeteria one time it's like what the fuck man during fried chicken sunday right y'all niggas got all these other days to be fighting y'all gonna fuck up the fried chicken day come on i was livid <laughs> i know you was but not living enough to fight them big ass football niggas i no. knew my place can i get my chicken to go please i'm like i guess i'll be going to taco bell coincidentally the bk impossible burger tastes like an elementary school lunch burger so if you miss that stale mystery meat taste get yourself an impossible burger shout out to the last episode of <laughs> south park they made a bunch of jokes about impossible meat b touch says uh french bread hot school pizza is still undefeated 
oh man that's a rare delicacy i didn't get the french bread much very often mm. i'm certain it was full enough of enough carbs and grease to make michelle obama show up ready to trash it all but damn it was good uh runner up was chicken nuggets so long as they weren't overcooked to the point that they became inedible inedible projectiles yeah nothing worse so than a, a rock. A hard as a rock chicken nugget green eyed bandit says i voted something else to show proper respect for mexican pizza i missed all mexican pizza hold up we got a contender mexican pizza was so good oh that was a rarity too you didn't yeah. have that often. oh man it had the bean um instead of the the tomato paste mm-hmm. oh nigga what i missed that bright orange cheese oblong shake piece of goodness oh mexican pizza sailor agony said school jamaican beef patties was very good kind of want some right now never had those Mm-mm. welcome to the south where right we only acknowledge black and white right everybody else is uh, is the other <laughs> i didn't even know there's other people like that till i got Me on the internet there's like yeah i'm 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 jamaican i'm black but i'm haitian i'm like what what are these places i know and, <laughs> and why didn't i know about them i only knew black and white and then one time i worked with an african man named sam at wendy's and he didn't use the other that's the only that was like my cultural experience my whole life you know not till i got to college i was like oh there's other niggas out here too like it's other now keep in mind it's other types of brown people down here correct but they wasn't getting the menu at the at the school is what i'm saying mm-hmm. like we wasn't like you wasn't getting mexican food on the reg but mexican pizza was good even he says i used to live for pizza days that square slice of pizza was everything we used to get what they served us now the kids have options my daughter's school serves pizza every day is one of the options yes i was in school when they switched over to that mm-hmm. in high school oh, when i went to Harding, that was the best thing about Harding. every day you could get you some domino's pizza every day and taco day oh was, them kids cholesterol was sky high every day and taco day was banging too now this now this kids have whole ass taco bars we used to just get a shell with some meat and a little cheese and lettuce yes that's all you got um and these kids don't know how good they have it now mm-hmm. <laughs> so now they got whole taco bars get a packet of taco sauce and eat up nigga that's all <laughs> that's all two tacos at the max and the last episode of the week was synchronized crazy uh where we did our walking dead recap um we had one comment which is eve who says this whole episode smelled like doo-doo and pig feet (laughs) oh that's terrible but that is also true (laughs) this this might have been the stinkiest episode it was all uh whisper backstory so and they was clean motherfucking zombie guts come on i like when lydia was like do you have a place i could wash up and her mama looked at her like why are you asking this man that she said mama the smell like it stinks take it uh do you think there's a romantic element to alpha and beta's relationship yes or no yes they in love no they they just platonic crazy i think they platonic crazy 88 percent of the audience agrees with karen they think they're just platonic crazy while three 13 percent of the audience says yes they in love monique says excellent podcast review you too i wasn't in the headspace to watch it on sunday so i played zelda lol then i remember it was a whisperer episode and then i couldn't wait to watch the episode to listen to y'all i feel like beta is more asexual than daryl and the concept of being in love is not reality to him they appear 
to have chemistry in terms of agendas whatever those are however there's an inherent weakness in her that is constantly revealed to him and that he also has to cover up their power structure flips when she's spinning out when they're alone but he looks at her like she is so weak yeah he does man he really she built herself up to be this person that has no flaws has no attachment but then she clearly is not that person and she only privately reveals that to him um that power dynamic is so weird and fascinating amal says last season i thought there might be but seeing their backstory i don't think there is i think they have a deeper friendship or understanding but hey they're both crazy so maybe crazy love one uh, one another differently well i just know that people say you know men and women can't be friends and i feel like alpha and uh beta are proving everybody wrong okay men and women can be platonic friends in the z pock okay you don't don't listen to these people um i i'm kind of glad there's not a romantic element because i still can't imagine how grossed out it would be to watch them like start making out in the mask and shit Mm -mm. i don't think any of us is ready for people covered in zombie guts making sweet love Mm -hmm. i'm sorry i'm not here for it i just can't see it um (laughs) that's disgusting i am disgusted come on uh (laughs) we had some phone calls two messages this week uh the number 704-557-0186 you can leave uh voicemails um as long as they're two minutes or less uh we got this one i haven't pre-screened these so i don't know what it's about okay is it blank okay all right well sometimes people butt dial you and they don't really have anything to say so we'll just what yes somebody butt down okay all right i'm gonna go to the next voicemail because i don't think that one was on purpose Mm -mm. all right i don't think they lock your phone kids lock your phone (laughs) yeah how do you butt down somebody in 2019 like doesn't everybody's phone got like fingerprint unlock and... it, it it does but i i because periodically what happens if hey you... rod and karen oh. this is Teresa at proper sorry karen did you want to oh no because periodically what happens if you don't always kind of lock your screen screen and you like you 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 touch it or it rubs up against something sometimes it starts dialing i've had that happen to me before okay all right let's back to Caritha's uh voicemail on twitter giving you a call about episode 1977 racism false alarm uh this really got me because um i have done a podcast episode about not using the n-word uh in teaching and i've aimed it at k-12 teachers as well as college professors because i know very well that my white peers uh, and other non-black peers have just been really intellectually lazy around the kind of violence they speak in their classrooms. So I'm kind of known for not being okay with the N-word. And yet, I've never tried to convince students that somehow it's bad for them to use it in their own lives I talk about how if I'm at a concert, I expect people are going to be yelling that word along with the artist. So it's just a matter of whether it's in my workplace. So the example of homegirl singing along with Lauren Hill is just one of those things. I mean, you all have said it before. Why are we acting like we can control other adults? The more we think we're going to control these people, 
the more frustrated we're going to be. So this just really spoke to me as somebody who I want to have my white peers raise the bar on themselves, but I'm not going to pretend that this is something that I expect in their non-professional lives. Um, so, yeah, so this was just really, <laughs> really interesting. So I have to join y'all with the uh, not being on the mad enough boat on this one. All right. Thanks a lot. Before I get cut off, check y'all later. Bye. <laughs> Bye, uh, yeah and i actually appreciate that because like i said sometimes um i do feel like um almost letting people down because we had a show we had a platform but i'm the only thing i promise is to be authentic and i think there's a lot of people that kind of front for the internet or for their peer group and they kind of want to be patted on the back for shit and i know that that i'm just gonna be myself and at least you know i'm being honest and i'm trying to be consistent when i tell you hey this thing didn't bother me as much as it bothered someone else what i try not to do is call everybody sensitive i try not to be like y'all you know you you fucking idiots or whatever i try not to do that kind of shit um i just try to speak for myself and be like yeah i'm not getting caught up in this and i'm also i just can't help but but notice some of the patterns and connections people have and so i think it's not even really about controlling gina rodriguez it's about revisiting that group dynamic where we all high five each other about how we slam gina rodriguez on twitter and that's why the last thing has to be as fucking bad as the first thing and it's just not true all the time you know um so yeah uh and and i just try to be real about that because you know it's time when lena dunham i was like she don't really bother me i remember starting out like you know they oh the, the way her show is there's no black people and i was like that looks like a show where they wouldn't even know how to write a fucking black character because it's, it's such a white insular world they they may live in new york but they don't really live in the fullness of new york they don't hang out with the black people in new york you can tell from the way they act you can tell from the way the story's written and if they get black characters y'all just gonna be mad about the type of black people on there and they were Agreed they were when that happened and and so certain things i'm just like why are you investing so much anger in this it's like oh because it's kind of like you gotta get her you know and it took a while before she really did something where i was like yo that's fucking that's just despicable and i think it was uh honestly the uh when she tried to downplay that the man who worked on her show sexually assaulted um um uh i can't remember her first name but uh last name's parano uh, i believe the daughter or the daughter of harold parano or whatever and I, it was like yeah what the fuck like how can you be a feminist and be at the me too times up pictures and say that you know you could have said nothing like let's say you believe your friend didn't do it you know what i would do shut the fuck up no comments right because you don't need to come out and be like well no guys we shouldn't always believe women just shut the fuck up you don't know what the fuck happened you weren't there you think he wouldn't do it close enough leave it the fuck alone and that was the time where i was really like yeah she that's fucked up you know but anyway um we got a bunch of emails and it might take us a while to read these so okay but before we go on something i want to talk about i know that a lot of things we talk about i know i'm guilty of a lot of them too particularly with with uh her 
because i was on that fuck that bitch train like mm-hmm. you know y'all know me it was fuck her her name came up and it was like a hundred just just a hundred percent fuck her to now i'm on the other stream i don't give a goddamn what she does now like mm-hmm. i i don't you know i just don't care anymore um so like i said the things we talk about i know i am guilty of that and she falls underneath that same thing that bernie sanders fall underneath a lot of times it's not them it's the people around them that infuriated me so mad so i connected the fans with them and said oh fuck your fans so fuck you too mm-hmm. so i like i was like oh no 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 these people that support you are motherfucking crazy and no so so fuck them mm-hmm. and so in conjunction fuck you too because they're going to defend every fuck shit you do they're not going to be reasonable they're not going to be rational so no you know but it's also just the thing too where like if you're honest and transparent about that i think it's not i think the thing i wish people would be is honest and transparent about that stuff i don't think you have to be because i'm not that there are people that i see their name i roll my eyes i'm like this motherfucker like is like that's a human thing and there's a commonality in that but see in order to do that i have to admit a certain amount of weakness quote unquote in myself a certain amount of humanness a certain amount of hypocrisy within myself and that's the thing people are so fucking afraid to do they have instead of telling you like well look i might be wrong but i just don't like taylor swift instead of doing that they try to they try to turn every taylor swift story into a conspiracy right like taylor swift gets cheated on and she the one taylor taylor swift quote unquote can't keep a man she the one woman that it's okay to say misogynistic things about why she can't keep a man everybody if it's holly berry who happens to be a black woman all of a sudden motherfuckers are now see you say your woman is crazy just because she doesn't want to have a man well what about men being trash maybe these men are the ones fucked up did you know that this like we will find the fucking nuance for the ones we like the ones we don't throw them in the trash but i can relate to that if you could be honest about that i'll leave you alone about it i don't even want to argue with you about it i get it in the discussion i'm not joining you in your shitting on them party but i but i'm not gonna stop your party just leave it away from me right and the thing is they will never admit that because that's the social part of social media and that's yeah. the problem you're gonna be you out know, of outcast out of the right, social group right that's the part of social media so you know for me like i said i i had to understand and ask myself why does this thing make me mad why does this thing make me upset why does this person make me upset why am i responding because see when i get angry i start asking myself why i'm not i don't like to be in angry mode just for the fucking sake of being angry i'm not fucking angry all the time that is a hundred percent against my natural nature and my character of who i am and the foundation of who i am so for me if i'm like all the time okay karen this is not you what's wrong a lot of people don't ask themselves that question because you ask yourself that question you can actually fix the problem and you won't be mad all the time which means these niggas that you hang around with this mad all the time you're not gonna be a part of the group well then fuck it i'll just be on the happy go lucky uh rainbow strawberry and skittle train over here by my motherfucking self because i'm not gonna be fucking angry all the time i, I can't function like that yeah it's, it's just funny because you say that when you sound so passionate you sound almost angry you know and it's funny though when you, you say said, that yes as you're saying <laughs> i'm not gonna be angry all the time okay and, you motherfuckers and i'm not y'all niggas ain't gonna drive me crazy and you're not gonna drive but, me but you insane. know what's funny though you have to be and that's something i realized over the past few years i have to be as passionate about my happiness as i would have been about my anger Mm -hmm. you know um the thing this is one of the things i was thinking about saying i i I guess i could say it here but like i said i'm still working through it but i just finished locking up our home um 
uh the the book and um the last story in the book is about a kid named dante who robbed a man when he was right like a week uh, ahead of his 16th birthday and he immediately got caught and he robbed the man because he wanted to join a gang and part of the initiation of the gang was you have to rob this man and so he robbed a man at a bus stop on his way home from work and took some some money and shit and he was caught by the police that night in his confession to the crime because he did confess and said i did it and he wrote also in his confession like i'm sorry that i did it um you know i I don't wish that man any harm but you know and i apologize to him and so the the way the system works though he could be tried as either uh as a juvenile because he wasn't 16 yet if he would have been 16 a week a week later we're not even having this discussion he's just going straight to jail but at 16 he could go to jail go to juvie for two years the cost of juvie for two years is you know you're definitely going to be out of school many schools won't let you back in um this is a violent offense right so we talk about non-violent offenders as the people we would like to see get out of jail and get leniency right especially non-violent drug offense drug possession what we don't talk about though is that is literally a drop in the bucket considering how much mass incarceration in america is not it's driven by drugs but not all drug offenses are non-violent drugs in its by its nature sometimes just whether you're selling drugs buying drugs own drugs you may happen to be involved in some violence as well not all violence is created equal you know um and so if you really bout that life of wanting prison reform prison abolition and shit you gotta see it for those people too you gotta see it for people that did a violent a, a robbery that armed robbery is considered violent whether you use a gun or not you got to see it for that person and be like i think there's a world where that person can be productive and re-enter society and i talk about these things and i know sometimes people push back like i brought up how people say ban the box people say i want prison abolition people say i want prison reform i want these people who've been incarcerated out on the streets and then the same people say but i don't want to live in my neighborhood i don't want to work with me right i don't want them as a co-worker i don't want i wouldn't date them right and they go well that's different yeah but it comes from the same fucking place you think you think it's different but what you're essentially saying is this thing has marked you you cannot re-enter society anymore mm-hmm. you know you are irredeemable that's what you're saying this is like th- you're unforgivable this was it and so you know and this even the people we go up for eric holder uh, uh president obama like many of their reforms still say non-violent offenders right so we're still talking about a huge swath of prisons who will never see the light of day or at least not in a meaningful way because they've been over sentenced many of them being black so many of them being poor so um in this one story of this one kid the foreman goes to see uh he's the uh foreman is the the lawyer for the kid he's a public defender so he goes to see the victim of the crime he tries to get the kid into some diversionary programs and he brings up a great point there's always a wait for diversionary programs so if you want to so if you hey this kid's an artist maybe we can get him busy after school doing art hey that's gonna be a three-month wait that's gonna be a year wait okay well there's a drug prevention program we'd like to get this person there addict that we like to get them into that well okay you can go in that program once but if you drop out of that program you go now there's a line and you can't go in that program well you know what there's never a line for prison it's immediately there's never a line for jail they never await 
right you could go straight in no matter how crowded it gets no matter how many people it is they will find the motherfucking <laughs> space in fact we'll expand the walls if we got to we'll we'll crowd too many people in the cell if we have to but what we won't do is say hey this isn't inhumane let's they have to wait right so they find the kid a church program from a pastor who lets uh at risk youth like learn how to do arts and crafts and stuff at his church okay so now he has a thing he can do after school um they i think they got him back enrolled in school because he was just about to drop out um they um uh and so then they have like a, a couple weeks into the trial and obviously the defender defend the uh public defender knows hey this ain't really gonna be enough because i do these cases all the time i'm gonna walk up in there i know this judge the judge gonna give a martin luther king speech which is y'all don't got it as hard as we did when martin luther king was alive and y'all still fucking y'all chances up uh the prosecutor's gonna be like what about the victim if i say you know well he's a good kid he's turned this around he's then they're gonna say well what about the victim this is a violent crime and that man didn't deserve to have a gun pulled on him all this shit so he said so the public defender goes i have to go see the the victim of the crime and he goes to see the man and he the man lets him in his house for like and he just kind of goes on the spill for five minutes or so rambling hoping to reach this man and he's very nervous because this same victim could be calling the prosecutor and complaining hey this man's down my house t- talking about that boy who robbed me trying to tell get me to change my mind like fuck him uh this isn't professional but like he could place a complaint um maybe even inform the judge you know this is a risk you know and keep in mind this man is a victim you know this isn't a crime that didn't happen it did happen he, he you know he was victimized by it and this is of course a very rare st- step to go to a victim like this and so he said here's the confession that he wrote and that night as he was locked up an hour later or so he wrote how he is sorry and he apologized and all this stuff which is also a rare thing um it's kind of like the perfect circumstances all coming together so the um the the man it sounds like he can't really read he goes to another room he has like his son read it to him and then he says i'll i'll think about it and then he you know the guy leaves two weeks later they go to court and he the defender sees the 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 victim of the crime sitting in a on a bench outside the courtroom in a suit and he comes over and he starts kind of trying to probe to see like if he had thought about it or you know because he hadn't had any contact with this man so he doesn't know if the man whatever right and he said uh you know i thought about what you said i thought i've thought about that letter you know i read and i can't say that i forgive him but i can say i'll try and i was like that's the energy nobody fucking has anymore Mm-mm. at least not online not online and so when they had the court case you know it was the judge was looking like well open and shut case uh prosecutor you got anything to say um victim you got anything to say and the victim dude was, was like listen i'm gonna tell you like i told my man i do believe in second chances i do think this kid fucked up i do think you know uh y'all could probably put the screws to him but i don't want to see that i would like for this kid to get a second chance i believe him and then the judge was like well go out and use don't just use your words and say i'm sorry use your actions and say i'm sorry so live a life 
that will make this man's second chance you were granted worthwhile who the fuck gives second chances now like that's a rarity you know what i'm saying who like who really believe in that look at how people live don't look at what they say because people say that they say they want prison reform they say they want forgiveness they say they want abolition they say these words do they do they actively walk around in forgiveness do they walk around in grace no if anything we admonish the people to exhibit grace and mercy yes couldn't have been me you know we can't wait to, i'm sick of negroes forgiving well you know who you know what negroes don't forgive niggas other niggas other black people that's who we not forgiving and that's who pays the fucking cost because we had the least fucking protection from a system like this yeah you might not like it when a black church member is 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 forgiving a killer of of a black person or some shit yes that fucking sucks but we never fucking forgive each other we never forget the people fucking closest to us and that's why the fuck we be in prison for so long because we want them there the system works the way we want it to work like everyone keeps thinking this system is like above us and it's making us do things we don't want to do the system works exactly how we want it to work too as black people as a community we have also contributed to this we have also put in and so when you see the individual spirit of forgiveness being pushed away from and i'm a fucking atheist many people listen to the sound of my voice supposedly believe in jesus christ and the whole fucking bag of jesus is forgiveness god watched the world do his son wrong and said i forgive y'all i'm gonna be a new god from now i'm gonna teach mercy and 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 compassion and empathy Mm -hmm. and people will fucking throw that shit out in the name of short satisfaction man it's very short-lived satisfaction it's not real people have no grace they're wronged by somebody and they immediately throw them in the dustbin they're done forever socially uh in in jail wise everything you get one chance fuck you uh, you fucked up you're done forever you know like that is the thing that it it took a bunch of little decisions to make incarceration mass incarceration happen it wasn't one person hitting a switch Mm -mm. it was a bunch of bunch of little decisions it's gonna take a bunch of little decisions to change fucking society back and it's gonna start on individual levels like that black man seeing the humanity in that black boy and he even said in the courtroom because i thought if it was my son i would want someone to give him that second chance right and here i am with a chance to do that for somebody else's son and yes i'm still mad about this shit but yes i also want to see you get this fucking second chance that is more important than my anger we're now in such a fucking uh myopic society where we feel so it's so self-centered we think our anger is the only fucking thing that matters that's all that matters all right i gotta pause this to go to the next segment but uh we'll be right back my bad y'all all right we live again my bad um but the last thing i want to say before i get into these emails um so this isn't from the book this is just the way i've been thinking about it part of the reason black people now feel like the most revolutionary thing we can do is to not forgive and to be hard-hearted and to be unaccepting and i mean it on every i'm not just talking about criminal justice i'm talking about the way niggas care about the way we act like appropriation is a one-way street that everyone does to us and we don't do to anybody else 
and we decide we want to put boxes around culture something we know historically cannot be contained you know the way that when we have infractions we want to gloss over them when other people have infractions we want to harp on that the power we think we feel when we're judging these fucking either celebrities or other stupid people on the internet or whatever like someone's worst day is the one we want to make the joke out of that part of us if we let it be the most powerful part of our culture it 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 will dominate our minds and it turns us so hard-hearted and it's so unproductive and it's and it does affect us and i think people need to break that mold and stop stop letting that shit control you or at least reconcile the fact that the way you act and the way you behave in the world when you live on this type of you never give them a second of breath i'm always gonna be mad and always on their ass just understand that that shit is also harming you inside you don't think it is but it is and we are having that type of energy because many of us have been under the foot of oppression and many of us no matter how altruistic and good we want to pretend to be a lot of us have this thing inside of us where we would like to be that white person that person at the top of the pyramid who is now dispensing their own version of rules and circumstances on to everyone else and especially with the illusion of power on the internet it gives us places to feel like that's a thing we can do so that's why you have people talking about you know this person can't rap because they not black this person can't uh uh this person i don't fuck with them so i need to get every a whole culture of people that don't fuck with this person the stuff where we can criticize and shit on white women's bodies because people have shit on black women's bodies as if somehow they were right in the first place they just had it going the wrong way you know what i mean like i don't i try not to participate in these things you know like like i said when you see like a room of white women twerking and then people made a a trend just by being like look at these stank bitches oh you mean everything you're against oh let's body shame we can body shame these women right that's different no we just want to be on top it's a human thing but then when you look at the condition of our people that we put in can we even afford that it's a luxury essentially to be able to afford that and then ultimately when it comes to these hard-hearted attitudes the people that pay the price are us because other people are protected and insulated from our fury you get mad at gina rodriguez let me tell you something she's gonna be fucking rich and famous until she's not rich and famous no more mm-hmm. and it won't be a goddamn thing that black people did to make it stop Mm-mm. it's gonna that's she's gonna be okay but if we do that shit with like say Chrisette michelle uh she gonna have to go ahead and cut back on some expenses if you know what i'm saying she ain't gonna be able to make the rent just the same like we're the only ones who aren't even protected from our own vitriol like that you know unless you just capitulate so hard to whiteness you're insulated that way but in general it'd it be your own people you know all right let's get to these emails sorry about that long rant oh no 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 and to kind of add on to what you're saying before we move on uh uh a lot of this anger and vitriol you're talking about a lot of times you have people that talk about you know they want us to be free and they want equality and all that stuff well if you want us to be free you got to want us to be free on all ends and a lot of times this is locking us up but then we're not free Mm-hmm. And, and you know that that's something that people actually they don't understand the nuances of that 
um and it's 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 a complex thing and i understand it's coming from hurt and pain and and anger and sadness and and white supremacy and and being oppressed like i do understand these feelings and that that's a mixed bags of, of feelings <laughs> you know the 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 the, the uh, uh an emotional human emotional creatures aren't meant to have all these feelings balled up in, at once because that's all it's just a bunch of emotions spewing out all at once and and in my opinion that's how you get to, and it's immediate to, right right and that's how you get to these points and and that's why a lot of times when i get mad or angry or upset and have all these feelings a lot of times something put like this because online and social media allows you to put out your instant feelings unfiltered that's the problem uh, like, like i'm just keeping real that's the problem it allows you to put out your hot takes immediately or the uh, or, or or whatever hits your brain or however you feel it's immediately here it is but in reality you need to actually filter that shit you need to think about it you need to analyze it use your critical thinking skills ask yourself why because a lot of times if you're a reasonable and rational person you will come to the conclusion a completely different way but what happens is that people put these hot takes out there and they sometimes they regret it and don't always feel that way but you said it so you got to stick with that shit and in a place where we try to make people stick to the worst thing they've ever said or done correct any mistake you've made any comment that wasn't 100 percent on point we want to hold you there because there's a power in holding you there um like this is like i'm a person that believes in prison reform but one of the reasons i don't talk about prison abolition and shit online is because most of these motherfuckers is fake they some fake ass mother they like they say one thing but then you look at how they behave man nah you don't treat black people well in general and yet i'm supposed to believe you you really want people free like you can't even like let a nigga out of twitter jail a twitter block but you but but i'm supposed to believe that this is uh your dogma now you know like it's like it's fake like you're spending all day ranting about fucking celebrities like that's work that's not work you know what i mean like it's that kind of shit that that uh, you know that just it infuriates me it's like when people that were like quote unquote socialists online but their form of socialism was finding anyone who said anything positive about anyone that wasn't bernie sanders and taking them to task that's not i don't fuck with you you know i don't i'm not looking at you and being like what a great example of socialism i'm looking at you and being like what a fool you know anyway <sighs> i know and and like i said it's, it's one of those things where you can actually sit and, and, and one more thing while i'm thinking about it i want to go back to i was talking about like happiness and mm-hmm. and shit like this the same energy and maybe and i might be wrong but this is how i feel the same energy the same effort the same motivations quote unquote that people put into fight into stealing my joy is the same energy and the same motivation i put into keeping it that's why i am very uh 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 how can i say that's why i that's why i sound angry about keeping my happiness because i'm like what you won't steal from me is this like like their whole job a lot, a lot of people better realize and a lot of people are trapped in a hole but they don't realize their whole job is to steal your joy like that's their thing they're out there literally their whole purpose for blogging online is to steal your joy because they're unhappy 
like mm-hmm. like like so i've come to that conclusion and a lot of people do not think if somebody's always angry always mad always 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 they never turn off you never see them liking shit you never see them loving shit you don't even see a fucking picture of a cat on on, on their social media they're always on 100 percent. they don't realize whether they know it or unknowingly they are whole part their whole purpose is stealing and sucking the joy out of everything around them because they have a black hole that cannot be filled so my thing is the same amount of energy and effort that they put into this bitterness and this sadness and stuff like that i have to fight just as hard and the reason why is because if i don't fight as hard i will get sucked into this too and before you know it i will be over them with them and that's the thing a lot of people who used to be bright and cheery you've seen it happen over years and happiness all of a sudden you've seen them shift and you've seen this kind of darkness on them where they're angry all the time that's because people allow people to influence them which i understand but you have to be aware and you have to be alert of the people around you and the energy that they suck from you and the energy that they give to you that shit matters and it happens a lot on social media and like you said when you look and you see things these things impact you they impact you more than you will ever think they impact you all the videos people getting angry people reposting people retweeting they affect your mind they affect your spirit they affect your household they affect your children they affect your mate you don't think of it about it like that because if you spend a lot of time online like this and 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 you and you find these things affecting you emotionally guess what people around you are going to be impacted by how you feel next thing you know you got an attitude with your child your child didn't do nothing next thing you know you got an attitude with your mate these things go from online to real life that, that and, and that's the reality of it and next thing you know you're mad online every time on, online all the time you're mad in real life all the time and for you know you have no joy in your life and i'm like fuck that i am a happy person I try my best to be happy. You know, I try my best to be in a positive place. And and then see, that's the thing. People that are positive, a lot of times, they don't fail to realize that you have to fight to, for that positivity. And a lot of times we are the quickest to give up. Like people that are happy all the time, nah, you know, it's no, no, it, it's not okay. It's not okay for you to suck my happiness away. It's not okay for, for, for you to, to strip me of, of the foundation of who I am, you know. And I think if a lot of more people fought, fought for their happiness, you wouldn't have these motherfuckers stealing the joy all the time. It's like, it's, it's mm-hmm. like, it's like it's not even. Yeah. And I think also, um, misery loves company right and we're talking about social media social networking the whole point of that is to spread your influence and so misery spreads and just because someone's miserable and they are begging you for company and i don't mean people think misery loves company means like i'm sad let me find other sad people no Mm -hmm. sometimes it means i'm sad let me make other people sad correct you know misery loves coming i'm miserable i'm gonna make you miserable now we're both miserable it doesn't matter that you're that it doesn't matter whatever it is i need you to feel like it life sucks because my life sucks that's a real thing it's why these motherfuckers feel out spend all day dragging people and shit and and then calling it you know anything but the harassment that it is correct but um and then they rejoice when they find out they made these people miserable mm-hmm. like i said man when i a big turning point for me was when i saw the the footage of the i don't know even know it probably was breakfast club who knows what fucking show it was but it was some interview gina rodriguez was given after she had been called anti-black and dragged on twitter and shit and she was crying and i you know as an empath i remember being like well fuck that that ordeal made her pretty sad 
and she still sounded kind of clueless like she didn't get it so which is another reason i think dragging people is probably the least people like to act like elevated to this form of education oh it's okay sway show okay it was they want to act like it's a form of education people aren't being educated by this no they're not that's why you go to a, a, a fucking you pay money to go to college and the, the fucking professor doesn't just come out and start calling you your fat stupid bitch ass black ugly motherfucker like that's not how they teach you calculus right anyway um but when she was crying i saw people say well she's not really sad oh she's faking it crocodile tears oh she's just doing that white woman tears stuff like that and i thought to myself but what if she is really hurt you have to believe she's not right because if you believe that she is hurt by what you did then you have to admit what you did was to hurt her right you did not do it to educate her Mm -hmm. or to make things better or any of these reasons you did it because you're miserable and hurt in your own way and you would like to spread that hurt onto the next person and that was a big turning point for me because i watched people that i thought were otherwise reasonable say that they didn't give a fuck about this shit and i was like i'm not telling you you gotta be like well i was wrong to disagree with her original point Mm -mm. but maybe you were wrong in the way you went about it because if the fucking point is to injure the party then stop pretending that it's not correct you know and i think that was a big thing for me was being like oh y'all are miserable and now you're happy that she's miserable that was the only thing that could make you happy and the worst thing she probably did was show that she had some side of her that was like affected by this shit because once you do that they're never they're never off your ass nope they never off your ass and that's why they don't go after motherfuckers they'd be like i don't give a fuck about y'all right Lil duvall is living his best life yes he is he's living because he's just like i don't care you know and that, and like i said i think about those people too those people also influenced me watching tommy lauren watching Charlemagne, watching Lil duvall watching these people that folks claim are canceled and over and so offensive and i look at them and they live in their fucking best life and they don't care because they looked at they really looked at this 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 shit online and said this isn't real right and now and y'all can't do shit to me and the truth of the matter is for the most part people can't and that's sad but i was saying as a person who actually is out here trying to do good who's actually out here trying to like use our platform for some positivity i'm sitting up here definitely afraid and anxious about every little fucking move and i'm like why am i doing that to myself there are people who literally give they don't give a fuck and they're and they wish the worst on everybody and they're just fucking living not concerned rich all the things people want to be famous all that stuff and they're just living they don't give a fuck so i have to stop giving so much of a fuck it's not that i don't give a fuck about people i need to stop giving a fuck about every uh you know comment everything that someone says to me and i and i honestly did stop giving a fuck about that and there's gonna be some people that don't like you but you know what there's some people that don't like everybody come on some people that don't like beyonce there's some people that don't like rihanna there's some people that don't like everybody it's not my job to get you to like me right if you breathing is a motherfucker that don't like you and that's the fact of reality on a lot of shit all right emails this is gonna be a long one apparently blackface championship contender barbara says hi rod and karen i enjoyed this episode of the podcast and just the breadth of subjects you guys cover every time from karen's random thoughts on deep tissue massage note uh, to self uh, to rod's uh, critique of the south carolina sheriff's heroic blackface cracked me up 
rod really appreciate the research and thought you put into crafting a very clever clever insightful and entertaining show you and karen flow so well together love the way you take the time to draw each other's uh draw out each other's opinions and ideas it's a beautiful thing so privileged to be able to tune in now and then and laugh along with you guys thank you thank you the dmv story had me thinking some of those government services should copy fast food restaurants and airports with self-service kiosks Mm. i think they said some places have them they just don't have them everywhere if i'm standing in a two-hour line at dmv in a spot in a row of computers with a flashing sign telling me i can get the service i need at half the time i'm heading to the computers yes Mm -hmm in an entirely different note can't yo that's a great fucking point because maybe i don't have internet or computer at home Mm -mm. but i can come there sit at a kiosk type my shit in and and go right you can get rid of these fucking stupid ass fees on an entirely different note can't wait for your next walking dead review episode two was terrifying i can't even imagine what twisted revenge fantasy alpha has in store love it take care barbara thank you hope you enjoyed the review uh and i'm glad there's people out there like you Mm because like i said i almost didn't do this season (laughs) i was like is anybody watching anymore apparently like, yes yeah uh let's see go to the next one matthew says uh wait not matthew what does it say lashana okay lashana says episode 1976 fish lives matter um hi rod and karen i'm a long time listener but this is my first time writing i love this episode uh among the many hilarious episodes you put out i feel the same way about the state of affairs of our government and our treatment from the police department i call it collective depression like when will we be good enough keep doing what you're doing it's good to listen to your podcast and feel like i'm not alone oh and i wanted to add that zach did date lisa on the show and in real life well on an episode for sure i'm 90 percent sure they date in real life you guys are great and i hope that this letter finds you in good spirits with shauna thank you thank you yeah i did not even know Mm-mm. um they dated in real they life, dated in real life. Mm-hmm. i do remember them briefly going out on the show but it felt like it was all between kelly and um Je- was it jesse yeah kelly and jesse was the main two bays on there and then shriek was <clears throat> vying for the fact that shriek was even you know what i'm saying right shriek should have never been in competition tiffany says oh hey y'all i'm one of the ones that's behind but in the words of tisha campbell i'm still here <laughs> come on still here i'm listening to the episode titled kanye sunday school and y'all are discussing amanda seals and i'm screaming on the inside because i'm thinking the exact same thing i cackled earlier today because i was listening to what's the tea and red said i didn't get thrown out of a black emmy party and i was so caught off guard i spit water everywhere <laughs> yeah i heard that episode man they, they cracked me up man well i was listening to small doses i had to look back at the title of the episode because the entire time i was thinking what the fuck does this have to do with professionalism it sounds like you just big mad and you weren't allowed into a party that you felt entitled to be at Issa's response to her tattling on her was perfect my name is paul and that's between y'all come on man i have been Issa in those type of situations and man it sucks and one of the parties is always gonna end up blaming your ass anyway yes they are it don't matter if you try to like motherfuckers really hate when you're like i'm neutral on this shit i know you feel passionate about it but guess what the other person feels passionate too and i don't know which of you motherfuckers is right it might not be as simple as you're right they're wrong so stop trying to divide me up like a child in a fucking divorce and grow the fuck up some people not gonna be friends with everybody it's okay some of my friends aren't friends with each other you know what i call that being a fucking adult what the fuck what kind of high school shit is that we all friends together or nobody's mm-hmm. friends and you gotta get the fuck out my face i'm gonna be over here minding my business oh my god i hate that shit 
uh i don't know and it's funny it's happening what's funny is it happens to me now later in life because all these internet niggas i don't know want to be friends and then they don't like each other right wow you i unfriend me if you friends with blank or oh, what nigga or oh, what then don't fuck with me either i'm not i'm okay with that i out and if i see in the streets it ain't nothing but blessings and hugs for you come I ain't, on don't wish you no harm i'm not even gonna have no animosity towards you but sure this, ain't you gotta stop treating this shit like high school and grow up i don't know how long y'all been listening but did y'all notice a while back when she threw a jab at the insecure cast she was talking about support and made mention that she's on the show with all women and none of them mention or acknowledge her comedy special on their social media in a nutshell yeah i saw that i really wanted to shut the fuck up before she gets shonda off the show lol you know shonda will put you in her show put you off her show with a quickness yeah you think tiffany gonna die in a car crash off screen uh just had to take <laughs> just had to take a quick pause and let y'all know i wanted to comment on a couple other episodes before i realized i was damn near two weeks behind and decided against it take care and i'm going to get caught up soon love you both t-smoke Thanks. thank you yeah i'll say this man um i listened to that joint and it was sad like it, it it's kind of sad that she just don't seem to have a lot of self-awareness i was more like i wonder if she only got that job because she went out there before people got to know her because it seemed like everywhere she go people once they get to know her it becomes a community of people that don't fuck with her and i mean that can't be a coincidence everywhere you know what i mean like i don't diagnose people and shit but something was not something's not right there but good luck man she still seems to be you know succeeding and making a living doing mm-hmm. what she do mm-hmm. despite whatever personality flaws people may perceive her to have um you know so i i, I just think i think she's guilty of what a lot of people do which is whenever they are fucked up or have a personal vendetta they couch it in a bunch of activism words because we all have big words now and you can still make a case why you're right and everyone's wrong if you just throw the right words around mm-hmm. support professionalism uh you know and you're ending your podcast yelling how you're smarter than everybody and shit like that it's like yeah you, sound, you don't sound like this is the smartest thing you could have done Mm-mm uh rebecca says good morning rod and karen i haven't even listened to the whole podcast yet this is for racism false alarm and i'm already shooting you out an email i'm here for your new opening stick to your ribs food for thought is the only way i can describe it thank you the one you opened with from the morning uh this morning from out of the house of bondage was chilling and i'm purchasing the book to learn more we can learn a lot from our past if only we took the time to look mm-hmm Mm-hmm. i look forward to more books excerpts from you and the purchasing of more books have a great rest of your day and keep up the amazing work sincerely rebecca thank you thank you and yeah uh i i, I it was something i was just thinking about i'm like man i highlight all these passages when i'm reading these books and i really just do it for myself but you know for something that sticks sticks out to me and i was like why don't i just share this with the audience for mm-hmm. you know for as long as i feel like maybe we'll go back to rap one day but for a while anyway you know you guys can kind of see what i'm i'll be reading fish lives matter feedback crystal says i had to stop and write while listening regarding the unfortunate police killing of the young woman in fort worth she was xavier a a graduate a university graduate a lot of the alumni are very saddened by the loss but also a facebook friend shared how people keep posting do not call the police to check up on me and unfortunately his brother had a similar situation but it ended differently his family was worried about him and his mental state no history of mental illness and he was a, a psychiatrist but he had made statements that worried them they called the police for a wellness check and he was fine but a few days later they hadn't heard from him they hesitated to request another wellness check because of the history of police and this type of stuff by the time they decided to do another one he had committed suicide 
i felt saddened by the story and realized people request these wellness checks out of genuine concern yes it is literally like you're between a rock and a hard place do you mind your own business do you go over and check and possibly be harmed do you slit do you sit and wait just wanted to give the other side of the coin look for others who keep posting these ridiculous memes every time something happens and i get it they are hurt and angry but it also places the blame on a person who was actually concerned thank you thank you it's just bigger than that man i understand look by the time any black person is considering calling the police for any reason we're obviously in a bad situation because you know it's pretty much never the first thing on any black person's mind Mm -mm. i would like to get law enforcement involved in whatever the situation is that's about to happen so anytime that happens you know that it's like unless the person's maliciously calling the cops like you know south park susan or some shit like come on now <clears throat> i can't believe people try to anyway all right hello again Ryder karen's from rebecca for part two for 1977 i knew i should have listened to the whole podcast for sending out my email but here i am for round two you're talking about the china nba controversy and i was gonna let it go but you pulled out the playstation example and i couldn't help myself blizzard i.e hearthstone world of warcraft has opened itself into up oh we talked about this on the nerd off up to a can of worms with china much like the nba did blizzard is huge in china far more than they are here during one of the live broadcasting of a hearthstone competition the champion upon winning the tournament wore a face mask that was prohibited by china and gave a call out to the protesters in hong kong saying he stood behind them blizzard immediately stripped him of his title his winnings and gave him a permanent ban from the game the gaming community in turn lost their shit now it's a, it is in the contract of the competition that blizzard has the right to do this and the winner in an interview afterwards stated that he knew this would happen and chose to speak out anyway but the gaming community heard none of this people were canceling blizzard left and right now blizzard has changed his tune they reinstated the title and the winnings and now he only has a one-year ban from joining the competition it will be interesting to see what china does now yeah, everybody's scared of motherfucking china dog they hit that switch and blizzard no more come on <laughs> the thing i find funny is when the employees get involved like yeah freedom of speech because i'm always like let them cut off that revenue and let's see when there's a little less what, employees what, what happened if, <laughs> what if they, they come to you and be like well 50 percent we, of y'all got to go i just want y'all to know we did stand up to china and freedom of speech okay just like y'all want it all right thank you guys thank you okay we support the protesters everybody start clapping and they be like all right that being said we're gonna have to lay off 50 percent of the but uh that, that was being said china was half of the income guys i don't we're not as big in america as you guys like to think right uh, china decided no more blizzard uh games in china which was our huge source of revenue so half of y'all don't got a job no more but take your protest signs with you we we stood up to the man everybody we did it together uh but you know good luck uh what is being lost here is what you said china can flip the switch on any business inside that country whenever they deem fit while blizzard is keeping the bottom line in mind there is also a direct correlation in keeping that china player fan base in mind yep that base will lose everything they've invested in i.e money and time and their government wouldn't think twice twice about shutting the whole thing down it's tricky business with china and they have the power to silence american companies but in this outrage culture things like nuance get lost sometimes americans can't see past their own hypocrisy and that is truly frustrating but go ahead and keep shopping at walmart for those low low deals for all the times the uh, cadet bone spurs has insisted companies should bring back manufacturing jobs to the u.s he has yet to have any of his presidential swag made in america it's all made in china china didn't take his this power we gave it to them yeah and a lot of the republicans are the people demagoguing china 
and it's like y'all fuck with them what are you even talking about mm-hmm. it was really about shit it's really about shitting on lebron for a lot of people once again your podcast is on point i appreciate you bringing the nuances conversation love you folks rebecca and this isn't me like standing up for capitalism or standing up with china or any of this shit it's just literally saying it's more complex than uh retweeting a fucking like you know hashtag it's, it's more complicated than that um whitney writes in vogue interview hi rod and karen first time writer long time listener i just wanted to comment regarding the rihanna rogue vogue controversy i can't speak for the rest of the internet but the reason many black writers were upset including myself at the comment journalist abby aguirre included in her cover story was twofold a black writer rarely has an opportunity to write a cover story for a non-black publication and if we did somehow get the right to cover story if we dared to write such a line an editor reading it may not take it as being vulnerable as you two did it could be used as a reason to not hire us again since the story was published abby and rihanna moved the interview uh said abby said rihanna moved the interview up by a day so while she may not have been prepared in the exact moment she was driving to trader joe's she should in general have been prepared with a list of questions by the day before the scheduled interview a cover story is a plan overnight well i mean you say that but also sometimes people wait till the night before to do they they shit i mean it happens i'm a creative sometimes i procrastinate yeah and also the thing is the bigger problem you said it is racism what the fuck i got to do with her i I mean i mean not trying to be funny like like i do understand what you're saying but the bigger issue is racism right that's that's that and no none of us can fix that problem right um so yeah i and then from my understanding in the um um yeah so yeah i guess i can see why she put it in the article i just look man i'm not required to feel hard-hearted towards this woman because niggas is mad i'm sorry like it's just not some of this shit is just like i don't know how motherfuckers can be this mad yes she has white privilege that's that's definitely a thing no one's saying it's not a thing but the idea of ranting about that shit on twitter all day gonna change something like what's the point rihanna not mad why are we mad on her behalf you know and let's be frank most of the people mad about it ain't ain't writers who wish they could write for vanity fair a lot of it's just niggas mad on the internet because it was the thing to be mad at that day as an entertainment journalist sylvia obell said on twitter privilege is being able to show up to an interview with one of the world's biggest stars and no questions written admit it to the star write it in the story and the editor letting the line go to print because no one's concerned it will make you anyone question your ability to do the job just my two cents thank you for all you do yeah i totally understand oh baby i understand too totally understand like i said is is definitely one of those things where is white privilege involved Mm -hmm. and people are um upset that there's white privilege involved right and i get that but nigga for real you know what i mean like we you knew it's uh you know it's white privilege involved and you know that's a thing at the same time like i don't want a world where she can't say that i want a world where you can say that as a black person and not feel like i'm not gonna get hired that's the world i'm talking about and that's equality that's the part of equality yeah so like when people you know when people get get mad you know it's not you know i get it it's not um um it's not it's not that i'm saying like it's no reason everyone should feel it's just kind of like i why exert that energy on this shit it just don't feel productive to me and the shit i saw on twitter was not people being like 
i'm a writer and i just don't see why this like it was more like fuck this white bitch you ain't ready for rihanna you know that kind of shit um so uh and i also watched uh uh the talk i think and i guess eve the rapper eve Mm -hmm. former rapper she's one of the hosts on there um and they talked about this woman and they was like the the author not rihanna and it was like gave her badass of the week and all this stuff and uh like sometimes i'm like this is why you got to get off the internet a little bit because these are five women working in that industry eve used to be a rapper she's definitely been interviewed by publications and she was like yes as creatives sometimes you have to make the hustle like sometimes the situation is not ideal and then you have to put in the work to make it dope and that and the situations fluctuate and change all the time she was able to roll with it get the schedule straight the, the yes rihanna's moving up the interview a day then she moved it from evening to afternoon so every time you thought you had a little more time to prepare you didn't whatever she knew she was a stand of rihanna which she wrote in the um uh, article so she was like i feel like i'm ready to do this interview even though i'm a little unprepared for this interview and if the privilege is she was able to express that i get it but that's also why people like it because you can express some vulnerability it's actually fucked up that black people can express vulnerability agree it's not the other way around Mm -mm. i'm not mad that white people are vulnerable or get to be vulnerable i'm mad that we don't get to be um i'm upset by that right you know but also we gotta fucking take the sometimes you gotta take it you know and the last thing i'll say too man i hope um we've been interviewed several times Mm -hmm. right we ain't never got no vanity fair interview i get it Mm -mm. but if you guys see these new york times interviews these vanity fair interviews these new yorker interviews how in-depth they go like i don't think you have to work for the new yorker or be like or get freelance from them to be able to do that kind of work on your own like you can it's kind of like this podcast we can take something and treat it already like it's a job and then if we get the job cool if not cool but we are unfortunately locked out of certain industries where we have to do the shit for ourselves and we can't sit around and woe is me not that there's not humanity in that but literally it's not gonna pay no bills it's not gonna get your any work done you just gotta do the work you know i could we could make this podcast us bemoaning all the podcasts that are doing better than us quote unquote right that could be a thing oh so-and-so got a tv show so-and-so on a tour so-and-so got signed to a network but who the fuck won't listen to that i I don't you know and so i kind of think that was that's kind of missing like there's a moment to be human there but i don't know it turned into some weird kind of jealousy thing that was happening online it just didn't seem productive at all yeah and it's not that you felt like that but but that but online social media uh, that's how i look i I mean and maybe people are jealous i know i'm jealous amber geiger getting hugs in courtrooms you know i'm just gonna keep it real and not try to act like i'm above the shit i looked at that and said black people don't get that agree why don't we get that anyway um trying to read the world right julie writes uh hey karen rod and karen it's been a while since i wrote but i've been listening just trying to listen and learn and grow with y'all can't uh can't say enough about just being quiet and listening as you well know rod i feel you about reading history and biographies that keep us grounded and validated and humbled in a world that can be truly mad truly be maddening that perspective with others such as yours has been invaluable a couple of years ago i read the following from bengali writer and philosopher robin Dranath tagore uh that i keep learning 
i keep leaning in on a on a daily dissonance that we live in side note he was the first person of color to win a Nobel prize for literature back in 1913 he said we read the world wrong and say it deceives us mm. 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 that's dope mm. so much anger sadness fear outrage comes from circumstances either deliberately constructed to deceive us where or where the fault the default setting seems to be deceit my point is i'm listening i'm hearing you both out here just trying to read the world right and be good decent human beings while finding a way to laugh through this madness if you can clock something for what it truly is from the beginning it can make life uh, just a little bit easier thank you for that yeah that's true mm-hmm. lastly karen it was only right that rod get to go to jamaica too so i took y'all with me this summer to negro um then uh because we have we bought that diaspora i took you to the cape town south africa as well Uh, always proud to represent you as you can see and way too wary of twitter to post the photos on there i won't post them for on there julie uh much love and respect julie p.s care i will now forever refer to lactic acid as anaphylactic (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i knew what you meant girl just like i know i told that word up i know what they mean when that when that when my patients tell me doc i got the gouch <laughs> uh and they had to call the amylamps uh to get to the hospital no corrections needed and yeah she sent two lovely pictures of her um <laughs> wearing, wearing our shirt i'll show you these after the uh show karen thank you uh but she's wearing our shirt uh abroad um kelly writes in show 1972 Ryder karen i have so much love for you in this podcast y'all keep me laughing and crying all the time i don't have any apple device for five stars tell me other ways i can help um you can actually go uh if you don't have apple devices you can actually create a itunes account and leave a five star review you don't have to have apple device to actually leave a five star review well two things uh karen is right about that but the other thing is go to your uh computer laptop if you have one and type in uh stitcher and the blackout tips it'll take you to our stitcher page uh go click on that scroll to the bottom and give it about 30 seconds to a minute and at the bottom it'll populate like hey would you like to leave a review and you can leave a review there and we read those as well you don't need an apple product or any of that stuff Mm -mm. uh you can't do it on your phone you can only do it on a computer and then um they'll send an email to you you go to your email address and you say yes i approve this review boom we'll be reading it next week yeah so for those of you that left a stitch review be like why ain't it approved check your junk email uh let's see eventually i will have some cash for your ass <laughs> i just want to say in the case of joshua brown's murder uh since when do they give all that detailed information before a person is convicted of a crime in my karen voice wow love how love y'all keep up the good work yeah they look when the police is implicated in some shit boy especially when they ain't do it and i'm not saying they didn't do it or not don't don't, don't write up here i don't know you but get all the, you get everything but when they didn't do it boy they be willing to all degree all the greases on the wheels of justice to get it to the public ain't it like when that justice molest shit was happening boy they was leaking oh we knew it we were doing everything we was like how why do we even know this information this nigga went to subway y'all i'm like how do we know this it wasn't really a noose it was a regular rope it was 2 a.m it was negative 20 degrees how do we know this like y'all they couldn't wait to tell us uh feedback regarding episode 1976 and the random thoughts part hey y'all this christine chrissy 
listening to episode 1976 fish lives matter i can totally relate to rye regarding the weight loss struggle i have i really appreciate the conversation you guys had karen shared in her weight loss and health journey has been so motivating and i love hearing about it hearing it from two different journeys was motivating to putting things into perspective over the last few years i've gained almost 100 pounds and a lot of it is due to a bad episode of depression Aww. i've always struggled with my weight but for a huge part of my late teens early 20s i was in good shape um during that time i always stayed around size 10 to 12 plus i'm tall despite being a healthy weight and size i always felt fat now i'm the biggest i've ever been and looking back it makes me sad that i saw myself like that it's annoying because i have so many people pointing out their recent weight gain like i don't see it or feel it yeah that's the worst right the unsolicited advice is annoying as hell too i'm focused on blocking out all that noise anyway i'm trying to love my body i have now while still working on losing weight and being healthy yeah that's the struggle for me too you know i think people think women have body issues and that's it but you know i know it's definitely something i struggle with man and it's definitely like a thing where especially as men we don't talk about that shit so it's not like i talk to any of my friends about it it's just something i deal with inside and um it's also why like uh certain characters on tv shows and stuff that like i gravitate to or i root for them and stuff like that because i see myself in that but a lot of it is image stuff like mm-hmm. i look at old pictures of myself and i'm like why did i feel that way about myself it's not you know and not and am i doing it now like and how can i change that because it seemed like the feeling is the problem right you know because i felt that way all the time you know so um karen reminds me to get back into running and yoga two things i love to do when i was active and thank god for the fine ass plus size instagram community models i love it mm-hmm. i follow way too many but it has helped me to be more accepted of my current size and love on myself a little bit more thanks to you both chrissy thank you yeah and i definitely uh there's people out there that i follow that i'm like i mean i wouldn't tell them this but just the fact that they love themselves and their bodies and they show like so much positivity in it and stuff Mm -hmm. it does motivate me to be like why the fuck can't i feel that way myself like why am i hard on myself or downing myself you know and it's like people say like even if um you know whatever you feel you somebody's cup of tea it's somebody out there that wish they could you somebody's goals right i wish i could get to that or i wish i could have your body or i wish i could have your smile or your confidence or whatever it is and here you are looking at yourself the other way it's the same way that you know like i told we can't i said we fight for your happiness and you have to be passionate about it you have to be passionate with yourself man and fight for that shit too so that's definitely something i'm working on and i'm getting better at it too uh dmv real id mr span although i know they are trying to get people to do things online this is still just a tax on people who aren't adept at doing things online and especially burdensome on seniors it'll be interesting to see how this plays out in terms of other states adopting this model as a form of voter suppression there are some advantages to embracing the new technology though here in michigan instead of taking a number and sitting and waiting they give you the option of taking your phone number and they send you text alerts to tell you what place in line you're in that way you can leave and run errands and if you need if you need to but because it's new it's going to take some time for folks to get adjusted to the new way of doing things and if your state hadn't updated anything yet this is one rule i've applied that always worked for me to cut down on wait times i'd always show up like an hour before closing time because that's what i do because suddenly all the clerks get off their asses they are rushing to get everybody out so they can go home on time i'm usually in and out in about 15 minutes using that tactic y'all have a good one that's my mood player all right because it's almost time to go home i know it's a reason i fuck with you mr span you smart uh the real id requirements were oh he also wrote this the real id requirements were required 
um uh for recommendations of the 9-11 commission as a way to secure travel in government buildings they came up with the recommendations around 2005 but the deadline for everyone to get it i believe starts next year in terms of being able to travel to canada and mexico to board flights and the intergovernment buildings truthfully unless you plan on doing those things you may not even need the real id endorsement but they should have been informing people of this change long before this push before the deadline of course and then so, they wouldn't have this hard ass rush of people trying to get it yeah do we have to get these then no it's not on for every state oh, okay. because some because some states actually because they have like a new license requirement and some states uh like a federal requirement and some states met the requirement and some states didn't north carolina actually met whatever the requirement was so in the state of north carolina if you travel within this within the country your id your regular driver's license is sufficient enough id you can use your passport if you have it but in some states it's either you got to use your passport Mm -hmm. or either you have to get this real id it's not no other option erica writes in feedback show hey y'all i love you all sorry for the length i have a couple random comments and questions listen don't worry about the length it's saturday and uh it's feedback time it's y'all's time mm-hmm. number one i went through i went looking through amanda seals podcast episodes hoping to find episodes about the party drama but it looks like they've been removed because no episodes after or after august 20th yeah that's not true check your feed uh your app or whatever you're looking in i she literally had an episode with her lavar burton uh this week so she's still putting out shows it could just be something like that um unless uh unless she deleted it and i just didn't see it because i already listened to him but i I don't know why i don't know she was that last joint sound like it got a little spicy with the insecure cast and i do wonder now if everything is okay over there but uh yeah number two karen's comments on the white people trying to save fish still have me laughing i replayed them a couple times she basically spoke for the congregation because i swear i was thinking the same thing uh number three i started reading locking up our own and really enjoying it he is so thorough and i love it i want to be mad at the black politicians and legal professionals of that time especially because they received warnings from well-meaning white people but that's how the system of white supremacy works we really don't know who to trust or how to severely or how severely things will affect us in the future unfortunately it often seems like white people are playing a long game that we can never play because we really do need the small wins yeah man i I really suggest people um i really suggest people go and listen to i'll read that book if they can just for some context so you can see people that we look up to now maxine waters uh marion barry um eric holder obama and see some of the things that they've done and been like complicit in and the ways they've tried to fix and all that stuff and then just also see the circumstances that led them to thinking that everyone thinks politicians just fucking like get in office piss on the people and go fuck everybody i'm doing what i want to do right and they just always skip over the fact that there's a mass of voters many of them black in these jurisdictions who want these things Mm -hmm. we think there are solutions and then we see on the back end the problems you know but no, but it's not just starting like people just think it's a very simple thing and it's not i wish people if you understand that then you then the then the things you see happen today you won't be so quick to just hop drop a hot take and be like it's just this no it's not um four i'm sure your plate is full but can't wait to hear your thoughts on tanahasi coast new book i loved it Athena was my favorite character it seemed like most of the other slaves were written in the tradition sort of struggle downtrodden tone they were written to explore and shed light on the thoughts of humanity of slaves the mundaneness of just being human but you got that anger and struggle for Athena. i haven't started i haven't even started that book i uh 
you read so much stuff yeah i finished locking up our own i think i have i mean obviously i have that book but i think i might read for francesca ramsey's book next i'm already reading it um i already started it but uh i might read her book next i'm i i need a something funny <laughs> like i need a break uh between all my black historyness for just like a, a fun book you know if i don't do that i'm gonna read uh one of my ratchet like you know uh you know uh side chick struggle books or something like that ah. but I, i'll probably try to read something funny you know uh i'm so appreciative five i'm so appreciative of you all hate to admit it but it's hard for me to support other premium content because the quality just isn't there i've noticed that so many other shows post subpar content episodes for premium subscribers the sound quality differs from the main show there's no editing i know it's a lot of hard work so i definitely appreciate you guys take the time and everything that you create thanks for everything thank you thank you erica and we actually appreciate that because i really do take pride in our premium stuff and i feel like our premium shit could be somebody else's entire whole podcast and still be the dopest shit put out so mm-hmm. um racism false alarm duke rod duchess karen listen i have never trusted justin timberlake since the nsync days i was a dedicated backstreet boys fan but when i tell you the scream i let out when you said future sex love sounds was your shit woo holy friggin cheese balls that cd was my brothers i stole it and never gave it back yeah <laughs> that, that thing skipped do you know how skipped. do you know how good an album uh by the enemy justin timberlake had to be for me to play it so much that it skipped yes yeah, was playing the hell out of that shit i've never trusted justin he played up his curls and tried to present himself as a blank person or a white passing black person and everyone was failing for his ad falling for his ad salt and pepper to taste blackness i also hated the like i love you video unless i saw him in a relationship with a black woman which never happened i was always gonna be suspicious of his pandering Ooh, the rest of the girls in europe can have him but future sex love sounds my g's even the title track made my me lose lose my mind and if he returns with a better album than that i'm gonna be like what super bowl come on oh did you know justin co-wrote rocket on the beyonce album that made me mad sorry got rambling y'all got me so hyped also keep up the good work your interactions this week kept elevating with each episode i love your chemistry and the way you talk to and about each other and karen your comedy was magnifique do you think there'll be a kendrick justin collab man they ain't ready anyway thank you for keeping my company through my illness you know what i really think there'll be some quote-unquote too uh problematic phase for a lot of people well what i think justin gonna do is get the young blacks that y'all go up for like you know who you need to get next is uh that what's her name normani uh the girl that the black girl from fifth harmony she's doing solo stuff now Ah. And, and all the blacks love her okay megan the stallion like i know i got a list Lil Nas X, like he just need to work with them motherfuckers. Thanks. And SZA, SZA yeah. was on the list. Yeah, he just the uncancelable. Like the, mm-hmm. he know what he doing. He was like, no, nah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna protect myself and wrap myself around the blackness. So when yeah. y'all attack me, y'all attacking them too. Call the album uncancelled. Come on, uncancelled. They ain't gonna be able to say shit. Yeah, the baby, get the baby on there. Everybody, black Twitter fave. He just need all to have the babies. Him. <laughs> what all the baby no just the baby not, oh okay no there's a rapper yeah. called the baby oh okay because you know uh joking bt was a bunch of them babies so uh, oh, like, oh, all oh the yeah. babies <laughs> yeah yeah i don't know which one is which <laughs> all the love in my heart 
how about beth says p.s i think cry me a river was on justified that album was whatever all i know was cry me a river slap though <laughs> come on yes you could tell me shit don't nobody want to man people be so mad man but it's so good if you could just dis- disengage from the matrix and just laugh because god this shit is funny who the album who the album went and yes cry me a river went oh i didn't even know it wasn't the same album it was so good yeah me either uh lashonda says good morning you guys have been so on point this week america's government leaders daring to portray themselves having a high moral ground to condemn the issues of hong kong with the legacy of human rights abuses both past and present committed by this country i just cannot just because they gaslight folks into believing that it isn't what it is if it walks like a duck it quacks like a duck it's a damn duck we still have families in cages first nation folks losing the right to vote i could go on and on i won't yeah niggas tried it was just a good convenient way to talk shit about lebron because i'm like even the dog this is this is when i peeped game it was and i just had to laugh people on espn walt disney who does a lot of business in china you know what the marvel movies look like okay they do a lot of business over there there were people going on the air mad at lebron for not saying what they needed him to say to stand up to china and not being an advocate enough for free speech and yet none of them could say what needed to be said isn't that interesting because you ain't trying to lose your job it's almost as if they work for an entity that they don't want to say their own thing and fuck up they check yeah they, oh they been got them letters don't y'all say shit like we don't know espn got rid of jamel reprimanded jamel hill freedom of speech though right like mike like mike ain't just mike smith ain't leave just now just the fuck out of here man we know the game stop acting like you're above the game the people that get to talk to shit are independent people that don't depend on shit like that that's why i love doing our show we get to say whatever the fuck we want technically the only people we really have to worry about offending would be the people that support us Mm -hmm. as as an audience but i mean they fuck with us because it's the real us so it's not like i wake up every morning but i'm gonna piss them off today like Mm -hmm. nah they i'm just me and me they like what we do but yeah that's so crazy like nigga you know you can't you on espn calling him all out his name and can't say the shit what he's supposed to say how you sound like a goddamn clown is how you sound that's how you sound uh anyway uh social media hyperbole is so exhausting i don't understand how people keep that energy without stroking out i do not understand why the ellen situation will have people so outraged that's her life she can live it she's not directly hurting anyone by the company she keeps and she never said that everyone has to live their lives the way she lives hers then to turn on chris evans because he co-signed the idea of being nice people need to find a way to get energy and affirmation without diving into constant negativity and fury all the time it's not good for the circulatory system what you won't do is come after my captain america i don't even be mad man I, me either he's still my captain not even man. him i'm talking about even the ellen shit it's just not oh, oh a, not mad i don't give a fuck i don't give a fuck i don't have to give a fuck about her i can always opt out and niggas act like because they mad and you black too you supposed to opt in nope i'm opting out yeah it's not even a matter of like oh what she did was uh, listen i know people are lying because i did see what they said about michelle obama yes there were a couple of people that quote unquote kept that same energy the vast majority of them did not did have not. all this vitriol for that shit 
you i know it i saw it then you went and bought michelle's book like get the fuck out of here y'all don't care people try to make different well it's different it's i mean if you think about it no it's not different Mm -hmm. michelle called that man her friend and they be hugged up at events together right and she said she loves him i'm sorry dog just just don't worry about it it's really not changing anything Mm -mm. i was more offended that ellen watched the cowboys how dare you (laughs) as a human being you would support that type of malfeasance (laughs) um the corruption of the cowboys is what we really need to be inspecting <laughs> the geiger situation look i'm not saying we don't have a systemic policing issue in this country i'm saying that if you are worried about me call the police i'll roll the dice my oldest was a constant runaway i had to call the police to help track him down if i didn't and something happened to him well you know now i always uh now i also understand based on the economic base of my zip code i had a better chance of my calling the police resulting in a positive outcome because mm-hmm. even black folks in the zip code get better treatment than they assume you have the money behind you yes that's a big thing about uh locking up our own the book i just read they also talk about classism and how a lot of black people were insulated from these racial incidents because of class after a while mm-hmm. there was a time when black people hey you black y'all look like niggas to me when all the cops was white but in a way black people <clears throat> black people that were of the higher uh financial class did sort of get what they wanted when they were advocating for black police officers which was a sort of coded exemption from the harassment they wanted black people that said well these are good black people so i we don't have to pull them over they live in uh i don't know they live in the georgetown area of of the city we don't no crime really happens there so you had a they not as much as white people but they still got pulled over uh and stuff but not as much like they didn't get the complete freedom like white people got but they got more than the poor blacks and that's what a lot of people wanted the officers i've interacted with have always been kind to me and to my son even as he got older even as he got himself into legal trouble that could have landed him in jail they went out of their way to find a way out for him to have a second chance again it's not the rule that's a rare exception but i can't sit here and say that if i'm in trouble i'm not dialing 911. i also recognize i get anxious every time i do because i don't know how it will end even though he knows how to behave around officers there are no guarantees but there are no guarantees in life in general in anything like living in the extremes of anything uh worry fear anxiety anger will shorten out our already short lifespans agreed you guys stay sweet smiley face thank you and i think you said the geiger situation i think you're talking about uh the uh tatiana situation but um yeah i i I agree i I mean like i said man it's just one of those things i try not to get into it with twitter and stuff but in real life man i've had good interactions with police before i've had bad ones too you know i do recognize a need for some sort of authority figure to intervene in certain situations i don't know how it plays out um in in every single situation obviously and i also recognize that some human beings are not gonna um not every police call is gonna end happily Mm -mm. you know sometimes you really do have to you know protect yourself as a police officer or protect the public but we just know through historically that the use of force has been uh aligned against us and many times uncalled for so i get why people have trepidation around it but some of this shit man it's just like i don't know it's like you get online it's just like if you say police bad everyone gonna retweet it 
you know if you say you know don't ever call the police they they're gonna retweet that shit but i know i've had to call the police before i remember as a white girl mm-hmm. that was drunk and outside of our uh um, she knocked for hours she was outside of our i don't know if it was hours but she was outside of our um no, it definitely wasn't hours uh but she was outside of our uh patio door oh, drunk yeah. lost looking for a, she thought she was at a different apartment mm-hmm. and i like someone just kept knocking on the i was like who the fuck is this i thought they'll just go away mm-hmm. and when i seen it was a white girl i said uh let me call the motherfucking police because i'm a black man and i this is a drunk white lady i don't know what the fuck the rules are with this shit Mm-mm. like i'm not letting her in my house i'm not going out there or whatever i'll make sure she's okay like look out the window make sure nobody's fucking with her when i call the police i'm like yo we need somebody to come and like check on this woman we don't know what's going on out here and you know they 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 got her brought her to the front was like y'all know her was like no mm-hmm. we don't know her and she was like okay you must have went to the wrong place and she was so fucking drunk or whatever you know so i don't know what happened after that but you know the main point being like i called the police in that situation no i didn't go i'll handle it myself as a black man somebody else calls the police now it's a black man that kidnapped a white woman i don't know Mm -hmm. so yeah there's some situations no one's the first option for us is not to look call the police none of us are happy to do it marlene says howdy i hope this email finds you well kareem from the tv show Southside, Southside asked about the walking dead so i told him about the recap show and posted a link on his facebook page hopefully y'all will get a new listener slash fan Thank have you. a great weekend marlene oh baby and he did like uh the comment shout out to kareem young uh i love um i love Southside. Mm-hmm. uh so that's your jam i hope he likes i mean if he likes Southside, he like nigga shit so he put he should like the show mm-hmm. monique says hey rod and karen so i was super focused at work on thursday at around three i checked twitter and was utterly stunned and devastated to see that elijah cummins had passed yes rest in power uh stunned went blank for the rest of the day i spoke to my sister about it and she wanted to know why i was so affected i told her that there were there that we are people of trauma it is it's all we witnessed and are put through he was working to put a stop to some form of trauma and yet he'll never see the fruit bear for his fight he was sick for however long and kept it private i haven't even seen folks like joe and mika in the morning joe talk about his passing they've been all trump coverage elijah cummins presided over their wedding wow anyway our warriors never see never ever see the aftermath the impact i saw your tweets about his passing and couldn't agree with you more i'm so exhausted by all that our people go through yeah i was speaking about it on twitter a little bit and i was just it saddens me that he died during this administration right i love that he died fighting you know but i feel like we our people our warriors should get a time off they should get a retirement this is why i'm not with that shit where people say like al sharpton needs to step aside and let somebody else do it why if you can fight and you got the will to fight and you got the tools and you know how to fight why would you not fight right you know i and and honestly there's still a fight to be had they're not making something out of nothing so i you know it sucked to be honest that mm, that he died during an administration that was a reaction to a black administration and white people want us to feel this way and days like that it just feels like you're losing and they're winning now i don't think they're winning in the long um you know i really don't think they're winning the long game but this current 
four years we're going through is such a regression it's such a pushback and and i don't know where if people are going to be willing to fight and 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 push back in 2020 i'm not i'm not going to be a pessimistic about that i'm not going to just shit on that and no trump gonna win again i'm not even trying to make that kind of point my point is really i hate to see people like this maxine waters still gotta fight Mm -hmm. you know everyone's so ready to hand everything over to you know aoc and um you know the other uh the the squad everyone's ready to hand everything over to the squad like 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 that's that'll that'll fix everything i'm like Mm -mm. if the the squad will be lucky to have a career as long as these people they'll be lucky to still be fighting at that age they'll lucky be lucky if people still fuck with them and like them at that age because you actually in the era that we're in now yeah and you see pictures of john uh you see you see pictures of elijah cummins um so late i'm sorry i almost said john lewis because not because i think they're the same but because everyone online has been making this point of telling everybody not to say john lewis and uh elijah cummins are the same person and y'all y'all had the opposite effect y'all literally just made me say that shit um anyway <laughs> like like i i've never been confused but then i was like uh what i was saying john um but nah they um they they went on um like he he ended up fighting in this um this battle and and then the reward was this horrible the worst president we've ever had the most overtly bigoted president we've had since like andrew jackson probably and we let that happen (laughs) you know like he deserved to, to feel like there was a measure of progress made in his life and maybe he did feel that way but for me it felt like it was so sad to know that this is when he's leaving us you know but rest in power to him Karen, were you gonna say something i'm sorry um i I was gonna say that the also that the thing about them is that old because a lot of times we live in a generation where younger people think old people are pointless and fruitless and you're 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 you're, you don't mean nothing your knowledge your wisdom all those years of life just don't mean a motherfucking thing and that's think that's one reason why they want to push them okay cool well then you get rid of these people most of the people y'all quote unquote want to put in in their places guess what they don't have the knowledge, the wisdom, the skills. They just did. They don't have the life experiences. I'm just keeping that real. They, you know, they, you know, you talking about years of connections and background and getting to know people. Like that shit is motherfucking real. Like mm-hmm. there, there's some things that 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 you just cannot get around, and that's motherfucking time. Time is something you cannot get away from, and it's very frustrating when young people just want to toss old people to the side, like their motherfucking life experiences and the things they went to don't goddamn matter. But then, who's gonna guide you? Who can you give a private conversation to and hit up and be like, "Hey, I'm dealing with this." They're like, "Oh yeah, I dealt with this and such and such, and this is the proper way to handle this." Or oh, I'm dealing with such and such, and you know what? I've dealt with him before. Like, like you lose those connections when these people die. And the thing is, guess what? The mistakes that these old people make some of these young people y'all want to put in a spot they're gonna make those same mistakes too but guess what now they're gonna be public now they're not gonna be able to have shit behind the scene now they're not gonna be able to grow behind the scenes without social media and everybody just cutting them down and taking them to and quote-unquote taking them to task and dragging them for every fucking move they make now like it's like 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 the 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 uh battleground has kind of changed um which which is not a bad thing but it's just changed 
and it's just one of those things where there's some things that that, that has not changed that's fighting against racism that motherfucking shit has not changed it has grown it has evolved it has morphed into other things but that fight has not changed i'll just throw this in too um the old people were the one the older black people were the main ones that saw this trump shit coming yes and nobody wanted to talk about it like we the greatest service niggas could have done was to listen to the the people from like the cbc the activists that had been around who were saying get on board with this hillary shit now because trump is the evil we have been fighting against our whole lives and people said shut your old ass up because they live through that shit right you put maxine waters on a t-shirt but then you be like these old people ain't got nothing to add to to the conversation we're so like you can learn a lot from people who have lived life and seen the cycles and experienced them and been like this is where things go this is how things happen the people that supported hillary clinton were letting people know no she was the reason people wanted that super predator shit is because they were allies that was us asking them to do that now were we wrong yes in long term fucking yes we were wrong and no one can disagree with that but does that mean i you never get to be right again you niggas never been wrong once in your life the way some people talk online you would think that you know it's like and it wasn't just them by themselves it was the constituency of voters who wanted that who pressured them hey we won't vote for you again if you do not fucking do something about the rampant crack related crime happening in my neighborhood sick of this shit and it was and people were saying that was racist like it's racist that police won't come here and treat these people like criminals that are robbing from me and you're not doing it because i'm black so a black person with a job and a home can get robbed and nobody does shit it's right. a black life don't matter so it's funny how black life matter flipped mm-hmm. within within these people's lifetimes but to act as if there's nothing that they could have learned from watching that you know it's it's it's, it's infuriating it's watching people get mad at john lewis because he didn't support bernie sanders and you're just like what the fuck is wrong with all of y'all maybe ask him why right ask him why old people don't make decisions just because ask them why i'm not saying every old person is right but fuck man if you want to i mean at least treat the person with some the respect you would a person that's a peer of yours because if it was someone your a peer of yours being like ah this is why i'm gonna vote for joe biden you wouldn't just be like man fuck you then motherfucker you'd be like you're stupid you know you'd be like hold up man well why I, i'm let me peep your brain where, where you coming from with that and then maybe you can change that person's mind but that requires a baseline respect so anyway i just hate to see that i don't know something about it being now that just fucking sucks especially he just got into it with trump trump was talking bad about baltimore all this shit i don't know it made me so mad but also just sad because because trump is only in office because white people hate black people that much and mexicans and muslims and all this shit but i feel very grateful that he fought for our side of things i never felt a hint of shifty politician in him man i'm just grateful i know he's dancing with the angels rest in power to elijah cummins we are blessed that you fought to restore this country thank you for reading this kim doc thank you monique thank you and uh yeah man rest in power to him man that's like i said i it's 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 a shame but i feel like the country let him down he never he didn't let down the country uh all right y'all um that's it for today's episode like i said it might be um uh some intermittent uh breaks this week uh we'll see if uh but uh 
if not you know we'll see you during the live shows and all that stuff until then i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.